Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado. With me is the effervescent Michael Johnson. This is the fourth time in a row that you said effervescent. Is it? Yeah. All right, let me switch it then. No, is it the is fine. vivacious Ooh. Michael Johnson. Vicious. Vivicious. Voluptuous. What is this, a fucking spelling bee, bro? <laughs> V-I-V. No, Who just, the fuck is that? I just, <laughs> whoa. Excuse me, sir. Would you like to introduce our guest for our third week of interviews? Oh, my God. Three weeks of this fucking shit. Uh, It's a very funny, very good friend of mine, uh, Tito, everybody. Hello, everybody. My name is Tito. Our applause light went on, and our audience refused (laughs) to clap. No, I get it. Well, it's in the other room. I forgot to plug it in. I get it. I don't don't blame them for not. Wow. You didn't plug it in? (laughs) You son of a bitch. Well, I don't have the... I don't have the... Oh God! Space I'm so it. sorry, Tito. We We're so we, we meant here. to have a a a a no. It's cool. Uproarious applause coming in. No, no, no. It's cool. I heard it in my head, though. I felt that. Yeah, no, that's you, good. Yeah. I feel like that every time I get up too. Just hear like an. I feel like the Joker sometimes. But wa- in which way? Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I haven't it, seen that movie yet, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, like I'm <laughs> laughing, but at all the wrong places. <laughs> yeah, precisely. <laughs> Yeah, I saw I saw that movie, uh, and there were two different families with children well under ten years old with them. Good, let the boy watch. I know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the entire theater there's there's like one point where some crazy shit happens and someone's dying on screen, and the cool. entire the entire theater is uh is silent, except for like a little like six year old girl just bursts out laughing. And the parents are like, oh, shh, 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 shh. I was like, oh my God. Your At least now are... you know your kid's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just That's someone the new gets test. a fucking yeah. throat slit and your little girl just starts laughing. Like, Six-year-old's like, whoa, yeah, this fucking, this is my yeah, new thing. Get him. Get <laughs> this is my, my new thing. Can I Google this? <laughs> <laughs> no, honey, give us the iPad back. Yeah. Fuck. Like we talked She's about- watching ISIS videos and shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like we talked about with Ed Kemper. He knew when he was fucking. <laughs> Six years old, dude, that he wanted to fucking cut I women's heads off and fuck well, yeah, because he, he literally took He it. hated his mom. That was the whole thing. Yeah, he it fucking was just, hated his mom. Yeah, it was just a whole thing against his mom. Well, yeah. So disbursement or displacement. What, 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 what he was referencing was uh, Ed Kemper taking the family cat and burying it alive, uh, waiting for it to die, and then digging it up, playing with the dead body, and then cutting the head off and impaling it on a small stick. I was actually talking about when he would play with his sisters upstairs and they would roll themselves up in mattresses and oh, play yeah, the yeah. wiggle out game. And they also would play the uh, the electric chair and uh, gas chamber game. Yeah, where no, they those would, are all uh, fun games. Where, where Ed would just like in like sit in a chair and be like, throw the switch. And then like, and like pretend to die. And like, is he still alive? The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's still alive. He's, he's uh, coming up for parole in 2024. You should have him on the podcast. Honestly, <laughs> I would love to have him in this I'd very small have. space with us. I don't I think mean, he does interviews like this anymore. Like, cause maybe. F- first of all, we aren't the FBI. Secondly, he hasn't done like an interview like that since like 1991. Oh, we should do it then. Yeah, I, just, I don't think he wants to talk about it anymore. We'll I don't see. think he talked to him about it. I just want to just talk to him. Yeah, exactly. He, he's a really interesting guy. I want to see what he thinks about the world as it is today. He doesn't know. <laughs> well, I'll explain it to yeah, him. That's true. Like, it'd like yeah, a, you. It'd be like a 19 and a half hour podcast where, uh, where a white <laughs> guy explains in. all of the guilt we're feeling and he chimes in with... Just like an almanac of fucking guilt. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm Jewish and very white, so. I can just see him just saying, like, why it's do you feel like bad? just like guilt, guilt, guilt. He's like, well, you should just skin a person. You'll feel better. Like, what? Right. So, so Tito's in the room with Tito's us. Tito's here. And he has a uh, pretty crazy story. I can't wait to hear it. You want to get started now or you want to talk about Ed Kemper somewhere? No, nah, fuck Ed Kemper. <laughs> what do I have you guys? So, well, you guys can ask questions. Yeah, Tito. So, discussion. I guess, what, <clears throat> wh- what exactly would you label this? Is it a haunting? Is it a. It is a. It's a legacy, right? It's like a sequence of events that happens over and over and over and like throughout my family's history on my Mexican side. And I've come to figure out in my own special Tito way that it has to do with something sort of like dark and a force that not only I felt and kind of witnessed, but like a lot of my family is in the same boat. Uh, Where does it all start? I'm not going to go too far back. It's just because there's too many things and details that I can't particularly recall. Of. But Well, um, I guess my question for that is, what is the, uh, of it, since it's haunted your family? What haunted, is, what is maintained, the, stayed part of. It's just a thing that goes through my family. What's the oldest and initially known occurrence? Um, the most current thing that happened i would say was during my um i had an aunt who passed she was the eldest of the sisters um nena and during before and during her funeral my other dia um her younger sister i guess uh witnessed and 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 saw a few ghosts and shit (laughs) i wouldn't say ghosts uh Mm, this it's see it's layered. Uh all right, then I guess start from the best go. beginning possible. All right. So ever since I was a kid. I was a kid. I uh even though I was raised here in Chicago, I was born in Mexico. My family's dad my dad's family's Mexican, uh all in Mexico City, blah blah blah. He he was one of eight kids. Um so my one of my tias when she was very young, our grandfather uh, bought like a piece of land and this was back when this part of the Mexico City was kind of on the outskirts and they went and she found she bought it and she put some elbow grease and built it up and we found out um, I'll tell this when I was a kid in this house uh, I would stay over the summers right every time school ended I would leave here and I'd go back to this house because there was, it was a large plot of land it was my grandmother's uh, house and then like um you, the daughters or sons or daughters, each have like a little place that they can build up. Hmm. So there was like three families in this little plot of land. That's kind of what I did in the summers. Like uh, we we'd go to the uh, grandparents' farm. All right, and just yeah, hang yeah. Out and fucking, did they have like a farm or was it? No, just like a we property? had a big garden, a big garden. Okay. My grandma took care of the garden. It had a lime tree, an avocado tree, a grenadine. Uh, pomegranate tree. It had um, a bunch of cool stuff in there. Right and on, then um, <clears throat> I had. One tia that lived above my grandma and another tia that lived in this other like area. And all the cousins, we would stay together. 
because we, everybody had kids and we were all the same age. Was it was it multiple houses or was it like yeah. one large house? No, it was multiple. It's so just, like during like Thanksgiving, like in like there's nothing in America. I'm, I'm yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you had like the kid table, but with your family, you had like the kid house. <laughs> kind of almost. Wow. Wow. Just, it was, was like with me, my sister, my cousin Eric, Memo Omar, Miki Selene, and the occasional older cousin that would jump in. So it'd be at least seven of us staying at this property for a period of time in the summer. Awesome. It's pretty, pretty cool, man. When I would stay in the main build, the main house, uh, my grandma's house, uh, I hated it. I hated it. At night, I would wake up, and I swear to God, I would see uh, shit moving in the room. Oh, shit. Like, like, shadowy shit, mirrors moving, and a serious sense of fear. Like a serious sense of fear. Like, oh, foreboding? Yeah, just like a fucking, like, you're like, man, this is a really, like, odd vibe right now. And it was the witching hour. Ever, do you ever remember, like, uh, like shadowy figures? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Especially when I would stay, uh, there was three bedrooms. My grandma had hers. My tia Tonya had hers. And tia Tonya's son, Eric, had his. They were all just right next to each other, really, like the end of a hallway. Mm-hmm. And, uh... I never stayed in my grandma's. That was her room. But I would switch between my cousin Eric's and, and the other one because depending on the bed and how many kids were there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every time I was in Tonya's room, it was the hardest I would feel it. I'd be like, holy shit. And I would just like freak out. I had asthma too and stuff. It was wild. I had like a weird thing. But anyways, I would talk to my cousins later on about it. And they all had the same thing. Even my wow. sister was like, I fucking was. My sister is funny. Um, she feels attacked in this particular house. Hmm. And I'll get to that in a second. But anyway, so I've had this feeling and vibe in this place for a long time. And I came to recently find out that when they bought the place, they bought the land, uh, they found bones and shit in the land underneath and around. God Not damn. necessarily a, a, a cemetery, but there was bodies. Not like an were, official hmm. cemetery. Yeah, but it we was. have a cemetery on the farm. <clears throat> yeah, so like it was more of like a. Bodies. Yeah, like, like an a, indigenous people that were there before. Oh, farmers shit. that might have just like had the land that they just like put some of their people in. Yeah. Whatever it was, but like it always felt bad. And my tia, <laughs> my tia Tonya uh, told us that that like two a year or two ago, because I was like. There's something I was like, I didn't want to bring it up, but over time we made my, but I was just finally, I like, sat down at my tia and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Cause mm-hmm. I don't like staying here. My sister Taina has been attacked in this place. She feels attacked in this place. Like three times she's like taken like a serious hit here. And we'd be like, what happened? And she was like, something pushed me, something dropped something on me. She, she was always like, always like that. Oh damn. So physical yeah. attacks. Yeah. But all my sister yeah 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 not on me or anything but on mm. my sister um and just forever we had like this weird premonition and the, and the cousins we would all talk about it and we would joshua but no one wanted to stay mm-hmm. in there we would stay at the the house above or the house across the little little garden area yeah um so there was always something there and then i started noticing as a kid some real real weird shit started going down um my when <laughs> when my tias would get together sometimes they would get together with a shaman and the shamans would come to this house with my i had another tia but she married into the family and they would all wear white clothes and they would turn off all the lights and close all the windows and shutters and have candles everywhere 
and they would kick all the children out. Okay. And I'm like, okay. To have like a seance? You don't know? It so- sounds like a seance. It sounds like a seance. It's it? interesting. Is there like anything like in the Mexican tradition? It's like just this? a very, it's a, it's like a mix of, of, of like the local spiritual practices from way back when, mm-hmm. plus like a Catholic twist. Okay, so that yeah. the white robes. It, yeah, there. the white robes, crosses, okay. saints. What? Uh, and what, then what part of Mexico? I'm in Mexico City. South. So, so okay, so south. Okay. Yeah, but my my family, like my grandma, is from Veracruz. Okay. Where in which Mexico is, is that? north of that on the Gulf area? It's like okay, the, so the yeah. little dick part. No, I mean that that makes a no, lot of sense. No, that's the Yucatan. It, oh, it, okay. No, but the, wh- where you're saying it makes a lot of sense for the Christian influence. Yeah, because like that's where the majority of, I guess you would say, early missionaries landed. Sure. Before they went through the Gulf and up. Whatever. It was much easier. So it makes, it makes the sense. The country's Catholic their... as fuck, and the indigenous mm-hmm. people are spiritual as fuck, and they, they fucked. Basically, they created yeah. these things. Yeah. And so it turns out not only um, were we feeling stuff, my tias were in kind of a spiritual gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my uh, the youngest tia was Tia Ana, and Tia Ana was basically the gifted like seer in mm-hmm. the family. Uh, this is where I interject. Um, we've had some great, great grandma, great, great grandma's sisters, great grand dias, whatever, mm-hmm. great, great aunts, yeah. uh, who are deep in the witchery, in the fucking, in the spiritualism in the past. Um, but and there's been sayings that they, uh, put a hex on the family. Okay. Um, now my only question with the seer. Yeah. My Diana. Now, very gifted at premonitions, very lucky, was always um, protected. Mm-hmm. Um, very cool. Very protected by by energy. Um, not not necessarily the most ambitious lady, but always was always able. Dude, this lady would find money, which is <laughs> like at places she would go. I shit you not more than like two or three times. We'd just take her out with us to like a club or whatever. And she would reach down and she'd be like, here's fucking 500 pesos like, <laughs> like the next few rounds are on me and we're like how the fuck does she do it and long story short it turns out since she was a, a child she could just like perceive things and like feel things and they um they all felt this house and they all felt like the energy and they felt like the curses from these great ants and so they went through like this cultish spiritual training to mm-hmm. like protect the family hmm. and my, from the initial curse from the initial like feel vibe or whatever it was but like my tia tonya and my tia ana um were in this thing and they would wear these robes and they would do these things in the house and they would try to protect it they would go to um like ruins ancient ruins like in mexico city you have uh teotihuacan which is like this these pyramid area and they would go there and they would do like spiritual stuff around the pyramids and like use the energy or whatever oh nice um longer story really short so basically my tia Ana, my tia Tonya do some sort of spiritualistic witchcraft thing. My dad um, became a pastor, Christian, born again and all that. So it's a very spiritually in tune place. My uncle, my tio Pancho, brings in this woman, tia yeah. Rossi. Oh. Now tia Rossi 
was an evil witch. And this you could is tell where her, shit. Like you could yeah, no, she. No, she said that. She, oh shit! She went in there to fucking threaten my family. Jesus. She whoa. like found a way to manipulate my. She was a friend and she was there, but she was an envious, dark woman. Mm-hmm. You know, friendly to you, friendly to me. Yeah. But from what I hear, very manipulative, um, very money hungry, and she manipulated the shit of my out of my uncle. We don't know if he died. What happened? She just took him away one day. <laughs> wow. Jesus Christ. Dia Rossi um, practiced dark magic mm-hmm. and um, was a very cunning woman. Yeah. That's and a very nice word. Her and Anna hated each other, like vehemently hated each other. Um, and they would go at it. And in fact, they would go at it in their dreams. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. This is no, I believe it. true story. So my tia Tonya, this is now they're like older. Tia Tonya and Tiana, they're in their building. They don't know anything about Rosie or where she's been at. This is a particular story. But anyways, that night, my, my Tia Tonya said she had a dream. She was in her room. She wakes up. It's like the house and she's walking through the house like she normally is. And she goes outside um, where the, there's like another garnish area. And she sees that there's a fire. And in the fire is a pair of legs burning. Mm-hmm. And then she has the premonition to uh, go into this one apartment. They built this apartment. And she goes upstairs. And she sees Tia Rossi in bed with my Tio Pancho sleeping. But Rossi uh, has no legs. Oh, shit. And so then she turns around. And this embodiment of Rossi yeah. is now flying around my Tia in like a menacing way. Mm-hmm. And then she like fucking goes downstairs and my tia chases after this being that looks like my tia Rosie with no legs. And she notices that it goes up to tia Anna's house. Mm. And she ran to tia Anna's house and tia Anna was in there and they both like had this like fight with this ghost, with this, with the, with no legged Rosie. Yeah. The no legged Rosie. And then, um, they, they, it's my tia Tonya wakes up. She wakes up in real life. And she's like, this is fucking wild. And she ran upstairs. My Tiana was sitting on her bed and my Tia Tonya opens the door and she's just like, pinche Rossi. She just looked at her and said, pinche Rossi, fucking Rossi came at us tonight. And um, I found out later on, uh, this is a crazy story too. I did LSD on the beach in Mexico. Mm-hmm. And me my cousin my cousin his wife and my sister were there and we had already talked about all these experiences we do lsd and for some reason that night we had a full moon and i had this weird thing and i told my sister and my cousin I'm like there's something in the garden there's something in the garden is this is bad there's something in the garden i was like and anyways we go back we tell them there's something in the garden they say no la di da uh they denied it to our face and then my cousin's driving me uh to the airport and he's just like Hey, how did you know about the garden? (laughs) I was like, what do you mean? He's just like, well, we built a brand new staircase like a year ago. Um, We found uh, remains in the garden. In the garden, uh, right in front of Anna's doorstep was a doll with broken legs wrapped in hair. Oh, my God. Fucking God. And like a little birch sack. And it was buried um, under the stairs. So like. There's like these stairs that go along the side and that's how you get upstairs. And under where those stairs are uh, was like this little like 
grassy area. Mm-hmm. And in there, uh, they believe Tia Rossi before she, uh, like the last time she visited, uh, put that shit in there and tried Pinche to put Rossi. a curse. Pinche Rossi. And so like, this is normal, right? This yeah. is kind of like a normal thing that just happens. Families face all sorts of crazy evil things. And I oh, have yeah. like an, like an introduction to like a, a, a loved uncle's new wife or girlfriend or whoever. It like, gets, it, it gets, gets crazy. It gets crazier. Um, okay. So this is like spiritual, like the spiritual battle, baby. <laughs> I, I can just imagine these two older ladies just like fighting in their dreams. Like, yeah. Like, uh, like the fucking star Wars or something. Yeah. 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 And so that's creepy. And then it gets creepier. Okay. So Rossi, should I wait for him? No, he, it's fine. All right. So Tia Rossi and my Tio Pancho, when I was young, Apparently, they adopted a child. They adopted a child who was about eight years old, I think, six or seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And after a few months of having him, uh, when he was alone with Rossi, he somehow fell from their, like, 12-story balcony. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he died. Yeah, he did. And it was a tragic event, and everybody was like feeling for my deal. My deal was a scumbag though. He had two families and shit. He was just a typical Mexican dude. Being a being he's a player. Just, he was just a cunt. Yeah. Uh, still my deal loved me to death, uh, but he was very mean to like basically all the ladies. Um he created this this woman. He led her in the into this the, the bad spirit. Yeah. He led her into the fold. So the idea is that wrote my tia, uh pushed this kid off the balcony to use and manipulate his spirit mm-hmm. so she could leverage it on the other side. Jesus. And we heard that as kids and we've heard it again. We've heard mm-hmm. it again. Um, <laughs> and my, the, this goes back to where's the last thing that happened. Um, so in my, in my, my family's house where all these houses are, Usually if you pass away, if you're one of the people that live there, we'll hold the funeral there. Mm-hmm. It's in the neighborhood. It's got a big, it's a big lot. Yeah. Where people can come in and go pretty easy. You and have an uh, estate for it. <laughs> you know? And my tia Tonya, my, so my tia Nena passes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but before that happens, uh, my tia Tonya, oh, I have to back back up. Tia Ana passed away. Mm-hmm. A month after I mentioned about the, the garden. Oh my God! Yeah. So you like something? After I felt a something. Month later, she passed I f- away. I, I, and I actually, yeah. So there's a lot of premonitiony shit that happens. Wow. So Anna's gone. And uh, that was a huge thing. And my tia Tonya said that she saw something during the funeral. I was like, cool. Um, like a laughing clown, a clown Ooh. that's laughing in the background. What? Yeah. So fast forward, now Tia Nena passes away. And before she passes away, my Tia Tonya had another vision. And she saw a little a little child at the top of the staircase um, where my Tia Nena lives. Mm-hmm. And my Tia Tonya invited like this psychic, this local psychic girl to come to the house and like find out. And she gets in there. And she's like, who's this eight-year-old boy? And my Tia Tonya is like, pinche Rossi. She wow. said, yeah. And within like two days, my tia Nena passes away. Oh, my God. 
And while they're doing the the body and stuff or whatever, my tia Tonya in the background kept like side eyes noticing like this clown like making faces at her. So I say that because it turns out before my tia steals, even my dad passed away, they see something smiling or laughing at one of them. Mm. It's like, we got you. Yeah. And it's a weird thing that keeps happening. God. And so, yeah, it's almost like whatever curse was done, whatever thing happened, uh, shows and rears its ugly head for some reason. And That's just it. likes to. And so we try to protect ourselves. It's like we try to protect ourselves. I don't I don't stay at the house anymore. Uh, it seems like it's a lot calmer than it's ever been. There's children in the house. Now my, okay. all my cousins had kids and they were being raised in the area. I'm like, do they see anything? Do they see anything? <laughs> and they're well, like, no, nothing. We should bring all of the kids here and interview each uh, of nah, them. Nah, they're all like five, six years old. They yeah, can't speak English. They, don't, they only speak well, Spanish. We would, we would need you. No, no, I'm not translating. You <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't have to translate shit. We, we can be completely unaware yeah. as to what the answers are. Yeah. And just keep chiming in with dumb shit. And so this, uh, this thing will show up before like one of their deaths. Even like I can even say that confidently because like two, three days before my dad passed away, which happened when I was 12, he sat me and my cousin down and he told us about waking up in the middle of the night and above his bed was this like darkish being that he could sell was like just looking at him and like laughing. Because that my dad drove us to school every morning and he yeah. was a very like he's a storyteller like me. And he he had mentioned that to us, and I didn't make nothing of it until years later. Once like, once I kept hearing that about other, his brothers and sisters before they passed, they're like, "Oh, this being showed up and laughed, or this being was there during the funeral." And I'm like, "Holy shit, this thing like, it just keeps going, right? You go from being a child and feeling something and being told later on that there might be something mm -hmm. to seeing your family like always doing these spiritual practices because they believe they're under some sort of weird uh, witch's hex. And then you find out like as the story keeps going older, you just keep finding all these little like, yeah, more evidence. Of yeah. And so it's it's a bit of everything. Uh, and my sister, Taina, uh, is a very spiritual person. She's a very like spiritually aware even since we were kids it was very odd she was always into like meditation and prayer and deep thought and when she's in the house she keeps getting pushed the last time she was in the in the shower uh, uh she had one leg up and she was either shaving or taking care of her leg or whatever and something shoved her and she fell and she hit her head Oh my on God. the tub of what my tia's bedroom was and this is like the second or third time something's come at her and uh, she was, what, like 12 or 13 one time? She was standing there. The, there was an iron. Uh, people, Someone oh was ironing. God. And then the, the iron just fucking fell and just fell on her foot and singed the top of her foot. And that was like when she was 12. And the, the, the bathroom one was like two years ago. And she was like, I swear to God, fuck. She's like, fucking Tito, every time I'm here, there's something here. Like, I feel like something come at me. And she's just like, I hate being here. I don't feel like I'm welcomed here. I was like, that's wild, G. That's Damn. a wild thing. The females be getting it. Yeah. Yeah. Do so. you practice anything? Are you No, like no, I don't practice it. But I'll I'll be I won't shit you, bro. Uh there's been times, especially when I was in Veracruz. Yeah. Where like I've like I don't know, they say these are like night visions or something. I don't know. You ever like wake up, you see stuff? 
I uh, I get them pretty harsh. Not anymore, but I used to where I would like see shadows move back and forth wherever I'm at, mm-hmm. or I'll hear footsteps going walking back and forth from my bed. Yeah. Um. And the last time this happened, I was in Veracruz and I was there with the girl I was dating. We were in my um, my cousin's mom's house, and I saw this like shadow like thing come into my room, uh, and then get on the bed and then just stretch himself um, all the way up. And um, apparently, I was screaming, "No, no, no!" And that's oh, when damn. my my girlfriend woke me up, and she's just like freaking me out. <laughs> and I was like, "Dude, I just saw this fucking shadow just come above me right here, like right here." And she's just like, "You and your family is fucking crazy. <laughs> you and your family is fucking crazy." Yeah, it's fucking wild. It's it just keeps happening and shit. And my sister's now like a, almost a practicing shaman. She lives in Southern California. She does a lot of psychedelics, visual, spiritual work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, peyote and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She hosts retreats with mushrooms and stuff for women. It's just she's got really into it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she sees herself kind of like the protector. Like, that, not act like Anna's visionary yeah. capabilities, but definitely like a strong positive force. And, and I mean, that, that would make sense for... Yeah her to be continuously attacked at the house because yeah like, that's what i see yeah nothing that negative would want something yeah. that positive to stay i agree and i guess i mean at the end of the day children are neutral we like we always see children as very positive things but at the end of the day they're very easily influenced and neutral yeah. so a negative spirit would really have no qualm with a neutral thing no i think so yeah, and I think so. And I think it fucks with kids because they're impressionable and they're just their beliefs are different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this thing is this thing. I think is still there. Oof, that's gonna be scary. I, I and we think, think it's so. generational because, like, we think yeah, we think it's generational. Something has been there, and there's been a common thread of envy and just like extreme sibling rivalry, mm-hmm. and and siblings taking out the family um and we've had like my grandma's my grandmother's so my my dad's mom yeah her uncles um fought in the mexican revolution uh and received a lot of land for it Mm -hmm. and then just one by one sued and killed each other (laughs) until they had nothing left that's family yeah and then uh she was like the last remaining person of their family the last mohican like basically and then she started her own family with all of us and stuff but like you're you're like living a shakespearean tragedy right now <laughs> yeah this is very faulkner this is yeah. this is like if hamlet was on a podcast <laughs> how um how do you feel with your other cousins you guys cool with each other is there a lot of fighting yeah, no, we're cool. Uh, if I think the ones that live too close together don't get along right now because they live too close together. <laughs> they, like how close? To like, get, like next door to each other? Yeah, so imagine, you <laughs> so imagine you live here with your wife and kid. Oh, yeah. And then downstairs lives oh my God, your cousin with his wife and three kids. And then upstairs now lives your youngest cousin because he just finished building. No one's paying fucking rent. No one's paying shit. Because the the laws in Mexico the, with land with rules and everything it's just fucked, really. Um, yeah, there it's a very long story about the land, but basically they can build up indefinitely. I wouldn't say indefinitely. They can build up up to like six, seven stories without having to change the zoning. 
because they got grandfathered into an old law before this was part of the rest of Mexico City. No, I get that's why uh, Mexico City's fucking sprawled. Thirty million people, bro. Yeah, it's fucking Thirty huge. million people. It's the concrete jungle, bro. I seen pictures. Of it's just insane. like it's like waves, yeah, yeah, waves of, 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 of concrete. House. Yeah, getting around to and uh, getting around Mexico City is one of the fucking craziest things. Like, you, do you you need a scooter essentially, right? <laughs> like cars don't fit, right? uh, bro. Uh, everyone has a car. Not a lot of scooters. Oh my god! Yeah, you wish you would think that they would because there's not a lot of um, there's not that much cold. It's yeah. rain, it's it gets rainy, so very wet. But you'd you'd expect more scooters and motorcycles because it's congested as fuck. Yeah, dude, tar- target traffic in Mexico City will make you want to kill yourself. It, it'll fucking yeah, it's like bad. A 15 minute ride at like four in the morning can be a two hour drive. Oh my god! In in mid afternoon, nuts. You're almost better off just biking it, but then it's very dangerous because they don't protect bikers down. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. It's I like told a, my family I wanted to buy a bicycle to have down there so I can get around. <laughs> you're and gonna they, die. They, everybody was just like, "They'll kill you. <laughs> they'll kill you. They're like, they'll kill you. You're gonna die. No one cares about bicyclists." I'm like. What the fuck, man? It's a <laughs> bike. <It> sucks. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Are they angry at bicyclists? Like nah, they just don't. They don't give a fuck, dude. Okay. They won't stop. There's no such thing as you have the right of way, bro. Oh, cars sure. keep moving. Also, oh, it's like China then. Like, yeah, cars oh keep moving. God. They do have pedestrian bridges, so you don't get in their way. Oh, wow. So you can just keep. Tra- if you had, if pedestrians had the right of way and they had to stop every time, everyone would be dead. It would be like a the, bloodbath in the streets. It would every be day. clogged, and everyone would just be chaotic. <laughs> be a lot more speed bumps. Dude, one of the coolest things though is to be in their metro station at seven o'clock when everybody gets out of work and just standing there. It's like one of those Tokyo, like everyone just like <laughs> like sped up shots. Which fuck, it, you just stand there and it fucking. <laughs> Do you guys got like uh, like they do in Japan with like the guy with the stick? Nah, they, they need a dude with a <laughs> stick, bro. They need. Come on, moving. But I will say, man, Mexico City is a blast. It's a good time for everybody. Um, I love it. I go there as often as I can, and uh, yeah, we just have we just have a weird relationship down there with death spirits. Fucking just a different world. Yeah, I love how Mexicans yeah, view death, like the yeah. concept, like uh, Day of the Dead and all that other stuff, like. The uh, like Coco and stuff like that. They have like a that <laughs> like Coco and all that, that Coco stuff. movie. Like the concept that you exist as long as someone remembers, remembers you. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As soon as they forget, as soon as the last person forgets, there's, you don't exist anymore. There's an actual uh, death religion. They actually praise death down there. Is that hmm. that? Yeah. Because I, uh, I I've been reading up a little bit about that. Yeah. Is that like the African death cult stuff? I don't think so. I I just know that they they have. Sculptures, statues commemorating death now, hmm. and they have tattoos and they meet, and they're just like, you know, the only thing that's actually certain is death. So let's fucking yeah. go with it. It sounds like my nice. kind of religion because that's pretty much yeah. what I spout all the time. And it sounds like the uh, like the nomadic, cannibalistic Indian cult that no. praises death, and they're the only religious uh, body in India. That is legally allowed to eat corpses. Yeah, I saw that shit. I saw. I don't know. Was that jackass? Someone went. <laughs> yeah, they they Someone watch them. They, they fish them out of the river because there's a, there's Someone, a day yes. in there. They put the dead in the river. I forget who it was, but someone like yeah, someone like wild Steve-o boys or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> went there and these dudes started like trying to bite them and shit around the fire, and they were just like, "What the fuck?" And they wear these little loincloths. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, it's Mexico has a cool dude. Uh, there's this. I love this place called Oaxaca, and Oaxaca goes pretty crazy with like every holiday. They throw festivals and parties all the time, and they say it gets pretty gnarly there for Day of the Dead. And you know it because when you walk through Oaxaca, there's constant murals to to los muertos. Yeah. You'll see like a a family, like a dead family, like a guy with his hat and his wife and the kids, and they're all just skulls. And it's just like a mural before <laughs> you get into like the library. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. And then you'll see if you look close enough, the devils, mm-hmm. and there's devils everywhere. There's hmm. little devils. There's pre-Columbian devils, so the devil version of the the local indigenous group. They had their own devil, and then like the post, the the Catholic version, yeah. the Christian version of devil, and they're everywhere. And I was like, what the fuck? And he's just like, to be fair, um, the devil likes to party. <laughs> and he's That's like, very true. And this town loves to party. So we'll party with the devil and we'll ask Jesus and Christ for forgiveness later. <laughs> and that's how that's how kind of like their thing. That sounds like a fucking dope it's a dope it's a yeah. dope town. It's a dope little place. Is it the same town that like once a year they dig up the dead? Nah, I don't know where the fuck that is. That's weird. That's somewhere in I Mexico. I think that's in. Is it? Yeah. Or I somewhere was, in. Maybe I thought the it was like Bolivia or Ecuador. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember when I heard this. I, I might have all just put it all together. The, yeah. Uh, the top black thing. Is what y- yeah, you might have. You might have just made it up. I might have just no, made no. Up. He's got a point, but I don't think it's Mexico. I think it might be, but yeah, they dig, they dig them out and they like throw them up. And they're like, well, they, hey. they don't, they don't like dig them out of the ground. They, they take them out of the. Um, it's like a mausoleum. Yeah, the mausoleum, mausoleums. Oh wow. Yo, I don't even know why people bury motherfuckers no more. That's the dumbest shit. You know, you gotta yeah. pay rent. You know, you gotta pay rent to be dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Burn me. Rent is too burn damn me. High. Burn me, bro. You know that's why. Uh, what is it Oregon? And parts of Canada are lobbying to be able to just like bury people in the fucking forest and just be like, here you go, just decompose in the forest. I mean, that makes sense. Why aren't they already doing that? I mean, serial killers have been trying to make it popular for fucking years, but yeah. nobody's been catching on. You know what I hate, man? These gigantic ass cemeteries. Yeah. These gigantic ass land eaten ass cemeteries and for bot for shoe boxes with a dead thing inside. <laughs> well, well, and then also <laughs> the, the the fucking the new the new cemeteries aren't even bold enough to put up a fucking headstone. They're like, let's make it look like a park. All of them are gonna be stone plaques on the ground. So when you drive by, you're like, what is there? Yeah, they yeah. should just have everyone should get cremated. Right. And then if you want, you can have like a a, a placard or th- a thing at some like wall memoriam somewhere. And yeah. that way you can still pay your respects. You can still like make it a going out thing. Like and we Vietnam. fucking use the land that we already have. Yeah. And I don't know. You guys are capitalistic fuckers. Yeah. Let's build a goddamn <laughs> water park in the city. How hard is that? that? Yeah. Well, you right there on Clark, on Clark and Irving. You think we need a fucking cemetery there? No, no. no what we no, need no. is a whirly pool, bitch. No, if, you, if, <laughs> if you ask Lori Lightfoot, she would say uh, build a damn casino. Yeah, yeah, I'm down for that too. Dude, a casino Uber. on top of old cemetery? <laughs> yeah, that'd be perfect. Hell At yeah. least the ghosts would be distracted Hell by the lights yeah. and all the like the drinking. They'd be like, <laughs> who can we haunt? Nobody can recognize us. Too many flashing lights. Who goes to cemeteries? Like, I get it. Only the goth. People who run Ugh. and don't want to be distracted. It's like, oh, well. That. And photographers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people are looking pictures. for like weird headshots. Yeah. Just relaxing on a plinth. <laughs> I saw an article where the, this fucking cemetery fucked up. Uh, I put the placards on different 
like spots oh, and shit. so like three families have been grieving at the wrong spot for like 30 years <laughs> like i hate those dudes man. And so they've been like leaving flowers for like the other <laughs> the wrong person that would i guess uh, that would, that's crazy bro how you how you mad bro they're dead bro yeah but they i don't mean care, dude. the yeah, only people who could about? be mad about that would be like the hatfields and mccoys <laughs> that's what i was about to say yeah. Yeah. the only people sure, who could sure. be mad people would be like Family long rivalries. Yeah, you're like, hey man, we've been staring at the wrong piece of grass. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been at the wrong tree for the last twenty five. How did they even find that out? I, like, I'm, dig I'm it sure, up I or didn't, something. I didn't read the whole. I'm sure they had to dig one of them up for some fucking thing, and they're like, oh, oh out. shit, this is the wrong dude. <laughs> Whoa! All right, cool. Well, we fixed that. Should we tell them? Yeah, this would be funny. Like in thirty years, I'm pretty sure it'd just be a skeleton. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> You know, the only reason that we actually don't know uh, who any of Shakespeare's de- like descendants are is because of a curse on his gravestone. Oh, wow. Because he said, don't fucking touch me? Yeah, literally. It's like, whoever uh, moves these bones will be cursed. And like nobody has digged him up since. Did you think he was serious? He was kind of a... Honestly, most people thought it was... Shakespeare a, was kind of a comic. You know? they, yeah, they, no, they he was definitely was a comedian. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want his wife to be buried with him because that was a practice of the times that if yeah. the man died, they would like open the grave and bury the wife with the man. And so he like, was like, let me curse uh, my gravestone so they have to bury thing? her somewhere else. Imagine just laying there. And then yeah. You're just chilling out for eternity. Like, hey, then they're like, hey, yeah, bro, let's fuck with him. Whap! Move aside. It's like when you're watching the game, she walks in, she just sits down, and she's like, let's watch something else. And you're like, God damn it. Can you fuck <laughs> Can off? You fuck? What? Like, you're I not got, even watching. It's even worse for me. I'm just like laying in bed sleeping, and then like she cuddles up to me, and I'm just uh, like, I'm getting pushed off on like, the, oh, of the bed. And now for eternity, bro. For yeah. Eternity. For eternity, now I'm fucking stuck on the side of the bed. He's like, you didn't get the hint when I gave you my second best bed in the will? All right, well, welcome to hell. <laughs> so um, that's crazy, Tito. So like yeah. you're saying, like your family members, like they see someone laughing at them. Yeah, they'll see like a, an image or a figure. My tia Tonya, before my tia Nena passed, she saw the eight-year-old boy, and wow. then during um the funeral, she said, uh, to the distant, like far distant down the block, uh, she saw a shadow turn into like a ghost mm-hmm. who was kind of like like licking his lips and like sort of like mock laughing and oh, so uh, is that why you're not funny on stage got me bro oh. you got me it took 30 minutes yeah damn that was a long roast yeah so <laughs> i get why they think it looks like a clown because anyone who'd be laughing at a distance sure. would be a clown is it a clown who knows who knows it's just an but image that my thea interpreted as a clown yeah you, something that it still meant something do you think her. that yeah. like maybe with children in the home that the eight-year-old boy is now distracted and i don't so, think he's there i don't think he's there you think he's gone yeah I don't he's think done he's done his there. time yeah i don't know um it all depends we think my tia rosie has died um if so then maybe you guys are free i don't know there's always somebody know. else it's a repeating yeah, event. This thing, Maybe yeah. Rosie had a had a had an unknown baby and trained the unknown baby to nah, continue. Rosie well, it's was, not like a legacy was, thing. I think Rosie it's just a, a reincarnation type yeah. thing, Ooh. where it, it was yeah. a, it, it's a spirit inhabiting a new representation. Yeah, of the, gets the evil. Yeah, it's just a it's just a a thing, and I think my family's just afflicted. 
with it. Because in Mexico, like a lot of things can be described as, oh, he's just full of demons. Oh, what's wrong with him? Oh, he's, he's full of demons or whatever. It's kind of like their way of interpreting a lot of things. But like for real, there, there's like there's just the constant fucking theme generationally where you're like, I think we got some in this family. That's yeah, that's real fucking trippy. I think it has a lot to do with the plot of land. I think whatever happened with the plot of land triggered some some vengey evil get off me kind of thing mm -hmm. um and then it just opened the door for whatever to just continue yeah you know well i hope it uh eventually gets better if I not then at least keep cataloging it and fucking yeah. write this shit into a book and yeah get some drones <laughs> get some drones flam around like yeah. put some cameras in the house dude like yeah some uh i'd watch it Night vision thermal cameras sell yeah. it to uh, history. Oh yeah, sell it to Zach Braff, the guy from fucking uh, Ghost Adventures, <laughs> the bro. They'll <laughs> yeah. fucking buy it. Like I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll find anything. I really don't. They would try for at least like eighteen weeks on site shooting. So, yeah. <laughs> or he'll buy it. He'll buy, he bought that house straight up, the demon house, and he then he demolished it. <laughs> Wow. Damn. He what bought it for like, I want to say like a million, maybe $2 million. It's like some shithole in like Flint, Michigan. Damn. And then at least your cousins would like each other again. Nah, there's nothing good. Get no, money down. never helps a family. No, nah. I mean like spatially. Oh, yeah. They wouldn't be on top of each other. If they get a million dollars, they can each have their own spot. They, uh, they live on top of each other in the property? I thought they lived off the property just on top just, of each other. Just on top in a way. So if you walk in, there's... There's one building. There's yeah. two buildings. One in front of you and one to the side. The one to the side was Dia Nena's house. Yeah. And that's a full house. And it has two and floors. And nobody lives there? Right now, it's just they just rent out the rooms. Okay. And then you have... <laughs> Someone you have else like, deal with this. You have this like common area in the middle, usually where they put like... Um, they used to have like a little basketball thing, but it's just like a big like... It's a like big garden. Yeah, but like it's just concrete garden? slab. They they concrete everything. The gardens are all almost all gone. Oh. Um but in front in the main house, there's the main house, it's one story, and then you have the next story, which is like a studio apartment that mm -hmm. was built over one part and the other part was wa was my tia Ana's house. And then now above tia Ana's house is m her son Memo is building his house. So you have 3 you have four properties yeah. over here and one property over here. Mm. Um, and the cousins all still kind of live. We have Omar in, in my Aunt Anna's house, Memo up here, my cousin Eric over here. And then Donya still lives in the main house. And she rents the, the rooms out to, like, local co college kids. <laughs> Were you about to say comics? Nah, yeah. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> local Mexican comics? Yeah. Can you imagine what type of hellhole and that so, would like, be? my cousin Eric, Memo, and um, the youngest, Omar, they all still live in the property. They're all adults now, kids, married and shit. Um, they all just don't get along. They don't hate each other, but they just they have different vibes. They have different There's vibes. There's, like, a like a rift? It's just, yeah, well, yeah. Memo and Omar are brothers, so they 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 get each other. But Memo has a lot of resentment from a lot of things, and then Eric is like my little brother, Eddie. I call him Eddie, and uh, he's hard to deal with. He's hard headed. He's he's not. He's a little lazy. Um, he's a little more wackadoo. He's a little bit more wackadoo. <laughs> he just loves going to the beach, doing mushrooms, and fucking staring at the at the moon and shit. Right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds I, ch like a I good chill guy. with I chill with all of them equally. 
I have no qualms, but them growing up together through everything, high school, college. Oh, yeah, it grows the, resentment. Yeah, the Better. passing of someone, girlfriends, girlfriends talking shit about the others, and they're trying to maintain peace. And Story as old as time, and two men, the, one woman. Yeah, and my cousin Eric picked a... And she's a great girl, the mother of his child, his woman or whatever, but she has beef with everybody, and that causes problems. Mm. Mm, sounds like a reincarnation. Yeah, that's what I said, you know, because... Yeah, I think I think that Rosie th- found a way through her. In my is my honest opinion, she's doing the same kind of shit Rosie was doing. She mm-hmm. she isolated my cousin Eric from the family, made him resentful towards other members. It was kind of like, Pan, my tío Pancho and tío Rosie repeating itself. It mm-hmm. was weird, like an ongoing thing. Yeah, but That's we'll see. It's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, glad you got out of it. Yeah, yeah. stay yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We yeah, don't believe yeah. in anything over here. Yeah, it's wild. You guys don't, it, it's, America doesn't have, Americans don't have that kind of relationship with spiritual, unless you're like a fucking snake handler, right? Like, like, unless oh, yeah. you're like That's in the fair. South. Yeah. If you're in the South, if you're in New Orleans, there's a lot of that shit going on. But well, once, if, if you're suburban and then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot of suburbanites in the last like 10 years have been like feeling that lack of spirituality. And yeah. so they like. Start they, looking into they, astrology. They, well, no, they they clamor to anything they can buy about it. Sure, yeah. And so, like, people have started to get pretty good at selling them the right shit. Sure. But it's not, like, the actual shit. Yeah. And so the idea of it. it's very face value. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I mean, they, I mean, most of America, I mean, listen, uh, Jews for Jesus Jews for Jesus, Mormons, Jews for Jesus, Jehovah's Witnesses, and like five other radically different Christian sects came out of one spot in New York in America. Like basically, America is like we took the ideas from the past, and we're just gonna capitalism, try and do our own thing, capitalism, baby. Hey, baby. Hey, you want to believe in a? You want to believe in a god that gives you a planet? You want to believe in a god that gives you some alien pussy? Which one do you want? Buy my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the one that ruined it for all the rest of them. Because after Scientology, the Mormon one is great, though. It's pretty great. Yeah, Mormon with with reading golden plaques that only I can read, and then John Smith wrote that shit when he was like fourteen, fifteen. No, he didn't write it, dude. He he found it. He found it in the backyard. Uh, He He dug it up. (laughs) He made all this up when he was like fifteen, sixteen years old. What a cunt! Yeah, what a con man. (laughs) (laughs) You you know, you know, Jesus (laughs) was told he was the son of God at twelve. Jesus. Yeah. And then we didn't hear about him until thirty, right? Yeah, thirty-two. Yeah, thirty-two. 20 years. What do you do? Freak the fuck out. But no, so um it, like with, with with Americans and death and like spirituality, the majority of it does come from things that were made capitalistically like all those fucking medium shows and people for a long long time traveled the nation as a medium to communicate with the dead. Uh-huh. And that's about it. It's like people trying to trick other people. So the belief in ghosts, I feel, has definitely fallen off. Yeah. Um, ghost movies. Even though that. spirituality. I like that ghost movie. Yeah. The other uh, one with uh, Patrick Swayze. Oh, <laughs> the bunch of pottery? Yeah, the pot. Yeah, the bunch. Of, it was just one scene, but it's like. It's just all about never pottery. Yeah. Is it Demi Moore? Watched? I think so. Is and uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Demi Moore, Whoopi Goldberg, Patrick Swayze. Yeah. 
If you ever want to watch allowed. Demi Moore fuck a ghost with Whoopi uh, Goldberg with doing commentary <laughs> with Whoopi Goldberg watching. <laughs> yeah, now Whoopi Goldberg gets inherit like uh, possessed yeah, by yeah, yeah. Uh, by him. So she's talking to her dead husband through Whoopi. There's a lot of comfort in in uh, in believing in that shit, though. Oh yeah, like it the gives you kind of like eternal a, life. Yeah, it gives you a little kind of like, uh, well, you know, this life sucks, but yeah, maybe next yeah. one won't be so bad. Or the person's not here, but we can feel them and believe in that. You know, like there's just yeah. a bit of a of a relief. Yeah. You know that you think that the person that that left isn't really gone. Like they're still kind of here. There's something here. And it's just like, all right, I can see how over time we would make these stories up. Oh, yeah. Ghosts. Totally. Oh, this spirit is mad because <laughs> it didn't fucking get its shoes when it was alive. Now it steals shoes. Ooh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the Nike ghost. Uh, yeah, the, the ghost Nike of Nike's ghost. past. <laughs> it's fucking. Uh, that's that's, that's going to be a hood version of fucking uh, uh, Christmas Carol. <laughs> ghost, bro. There's, the, there's like ghosts and then there's just aberrations and things i don't think anything could hurt you um no like the most from what i've seen the most the ghost can do is just be like a dick of a room yeah 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 like take your cupboards open (laughs) take your fucking cup off the coaster you come back the coaster's gone and you're like oh dude we have a ghost and she's a bitch (laughs) or as we or as we learned from michael cooper Take oh, your yeah. uh, take your spoon and throw it across the kitchen. Yeah, no. And then also take make... your wallet and put it in a drawer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a drunk. Are you a ghost or roommate. a shitty David Blaine? <laughs> it's like, are, you, are you a ghost or are you actually <laughs> yeah. the maid that I don't yeah. remember? I had in your previous life. You were a failed magician, and then you're just out here trying to regain. I'm going to shove this flashlight into my eye for 13 days. I feel like that's a good place to end it. Yeah, so. man. Two hours in. Hey, okay. honestly, Tito, thanks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, yeah man, thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, uh, welcome to the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you could find us. Yes, it was a little bit hard to find the doorway, but I made it. <laughs> right on. Well, I've heard that you have a spooky uh, ghost story for us. Yeah, I have a uh, a good old fashioned camp ghost story. I feel like there should be like a fire in front of us. Yeah, we can make one. <laughs> it's not. Uh, building standards but we can make a fire in we here just hold the lighter in the center <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're, you're committed okay there we go have a flashlight okay, in the center perfect now. okay cool uh you guys want to dive right in yeah i would love to hear it oh, oh nice are, now it's real spooky yeah lights are off yeah. in the studio um cool so i was a camp counselor for many years at a, a various camps but one of which was called camp wakanda uh <laughs> which yes is the same name as the black panther place Oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> kind of cool. Uh, also goes by Howard H. Cherry Scout Reservation, but that is... That's way too long. Way less cool, too. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is near Wakanda, Illinois, or Indiana? I forget where Wakanda this is. This is in Iowa. It's actually... Oh, there's okay. multiple Camp Wakandas across the U.S., but this one is uh, for all the... You know, this is a scout camp, so uh, Hawkeye Area Council, um, Lynn County, Iowa, I believe, is where it was at. So It's a good place for a haunting. It really is. Um, so the story has it is the camp... Uh, was an expansion period, and they kept building, building, buying more land as the camp was doing well in like the early 2000s. Uh, scouts were going through a bit of a boom at that time, mm-hmm. and um, they bought all this land next to the river, the Wapsipinicon River. Uh, and the Wapsipinicon River is an old neo Native American river. I can figure from the name. Yeah, the name is is from a tribal story within itself, and uh, the 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 tribes are known for having these ba- mass burial grounds along the river. 
And as the camp bought a bunch of land, they bought it and they did some research. They built like the staff cabins there. And then um, they went out to build a, a ceremonial firing for events at the camp. And they built this firing and they were like, wow, look at all these bumps in the ground here. There's a lot of like random bumps. Hmm. And then someone was like, oh, those are probably burial mounds. <laughs> and they oh were like, God. yeah. And so, and so for years it was just like, oh, they're not burial mounds. Like that's just some nonsense. And then... I don't know, or later 2000, 2010s-ish, someone comes to and is like, no, those are actually burial grounds. And they, they did some research, they scanned them, and they were actually the camp built onto a giant mass Native American <laughs> burial grounds. This is classic mm. fucking 80s horror movie. This is a real, this is a real place, man. This is... <laughs> it's, it's still there. <laughs> yeah, so this is, this is kind of... Were you guys at all ever involved in the scouts growing up by chance? Yeah. So do you guys remember with the Order of the Arrow at all? That's the, yeah, yeah. It's the, it's the thing they give you that plaque for that has a really shitty arrow, arrow that you can't ever shoot. Uh, no, the Order of the Arrow is, is the scouts. Like the highest up, like Boy Scouts. I yeah. thought that was Eagle Scout. Oh, okay. You're Eagle Scout? No, I quit during <laughs> Boy Scouts because I moved from uh, New Jersey to California, and I was a Wolf Scout, and they were like... Oh, that's Cub Scouts. Yeah, that's, oh, Cub that's Scouts. it. Yeah, Cub Scouts, and they were like... You got to do Wolf Scout again. I was oh, like, no. what the fuck? They're like, yeah, you're too young to be the next rung up. And I was like, but I already did Wolf Scout. They're like, then just do it again, man. Oh, that's I'm like, bullshit, man. Yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, you guys can fuck yourselves. You already won't even let me hold a pocket knife <laughs> to yeah. whittle soap. Yeah, they're picky about that, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do? Gotcha. So, okay, so you don't know that. So the Order of the Arrow, it's this this Boy Scout Honor Society. So like the Illuminati and Boy Scouts. It 100% is. Whoa. And and they do these ceremonies, and for the ceremonies, the Order of the Arrow is they the scouts, they still do this. They dress up as Native American regalia. Okay. And they do these ceremonies. Um, at the camp that I worked at, Wednesday night, they had a big, it was called the tap-out ceremony. It was like the induction ceremony. And, uh, you know, like I mean, kids would wear a headdress. Mm-hmm. And they, they still do this to this day at this camp. And you would wear, um, you know, different Native American, like, you'd, like, wear, like, a loincloth, but you'd have, like, pants underneath it. Oh, of course. And you'd wear, like, I mean, they used to do body paint, or, like, face paint. I don't know if they still do that. Um, You're like, that's offensive. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and like, like, we got, like, we got local tribes involved, and they were like, oh, it's cool. Like, they, I don't know if it was, like, a forced, they gave us their permission or, like, what that was. But that is. I think for them, they probably just don't really give a shit, and they're like, wait, you want to do our ancient rituals? Why the fuck not? Yeah. So, so every Wednesday at this camp, they do these rituals. You've already taken everything else. <laughs> like, you can take the silly dances. We uh, <laughs> as long as we're going to keep the casinos, right? Oh, yeah. No. Still ours? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Meskwaki Casino in Iowa, baby. They love it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, uh, so yeah. So they would do this ritual. And there's these stories. And this is dating back to, like, in the early days. Like, there's the story of this, um, I don't know if this is the politically correct term, but that's what they would call it, the Blue Indian. Yeah, was after these ceremonies, the the scouts, the the usually the staffers would find when they're walking these trails at night, they would be met by this blue, Native American. Sometimes he had a headdress, sometimes he didn't. Sometimes he was there with an animal, sometimes he wasn't. But he would meet him on the trails, and he would usually just stare him down, and look at you, and and oftentimes people would go, oh, it's a kid dressed up for a ceremony, right? Or mm-hmm. it's a it's a sta- or someone I haven't met, and then. Well, the second you interact with him, or the second you would you would turn your head, he would go. He'd be gone. This blue Indian. Hmm. Yeah, blue Native American, but we call him blue Indian. That's what it well, was. Yeah. And and as a camp counselor, you make up. There's you know we had we had a pikein sign was this fish, this mythical fish that was made up, and we had mossy back was this fictional man that was made up. But it was always known within the staff that it was like we are not shitting around when this talking about this blue Indian guy. 
And it was always like this whole like thing. And there wasn't a lot of sightings of him. So I was always like skeptic of like whether or not he existed. Um, but my story has is I was laid off from this camp, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was end of season. It was the last week. So it was like uh, it was like teardown week and the, the camp had to make budget cuts. And so like half the staff was laid off. Um, and so me and my friend Alex, we were out, uh, out, you know, near, near the, near the burial ground, just cause it was like, it was just like a place, you know, there's a, there's a shed there and we're talking and I am, so there's a bench, like a park bench and I'm sitting on this park bench, like on, on top of it. And he is sitting on the ground, just like laying on the ground, talking to me, even talking after a while, Alex, you know, he's eyes, you know, behind you, behind you starts yelling. He's like behind you, behind you. And I'm like, and I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, there's like a wolf or something. There's like an animal. Yeah. And so I turn around, and there is this blue head, this blue head, just like right next to me, just the head. And he and he stares at me. He like the head gets scared, and it, like it turns into like a, and it like lights off into the woods. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit! And we see this shadow man standing up. I like I'm getting chills just thinking about this. The shadow man in the like now in the tree line, he looks at us, takes a step, kneels down, and then is gone. Oh my hmm. god, that has to be. That would uh, did you like, shit your pants? He was like he was like on me. No, like here's what happened. I kid you not. We literally started running. We locked arms as we ran, and we're like <laughs> like praying. <laughs> oh my god! Just like, don't let go! Don't let like, go! Our Father who art in heaven, I'll be like, and we're like, I don't know, are we religious right now? Yeah, we're religious right now. Dude, <laughs> if there's a fucking blue glowing thing behind me. I'd oh my god, I'd believe in any god, dude. Oh my gosh, yeah. And I remember just like I just remember like I don't know if it was. Like, just, like, the facial expression, I just remember it was, like, I didn't know if it was violent or if it was curious or if it was mad. Do you get, like, flashbacks when you see Blue Man Group ads? (laughs) A a little, no. You're just on the train, like, oh, God, he's back. (laughs) This is the band of my people. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. I, uh... The only I get like, I get, like, legit, like, scared just telling that story, man. I believe it. I mean, that's, that's spooky as all hell. Were yeah. you guys, uh, if you just got laid off, were you uh, drinking or doing any drugs in the woods, or were you stone cold sober? I was stone cold. I I was one of those kids. I didn't drink in high school. Yeah, I didn't either. I was. I mean, after high school, I did. But oh, of <laughs> yeah, I'll throw out college. But no, I was I was stone cold sober. It wasn't even. It's was probably like eleven o'clock at night. Not even that late. Wow. So it was like, and I. It's one of those things where it wasn't like my mind was immediately like, oh, it's the blue Indian. My mind was like, oh, there's probably like a wolf behind me or something, right? Yeah. Like. And I remember, because I mean, we had been hearing wolves all throughout the night, you know, coyotes, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them, coyotes. Uh, you know, and I, I thought sure it was like some sort of animal. It was mm-hmm. just like, I was like, whoa, this is not an animal. <laughs> not at all. That is just a floating human head. Oh, and, my God. Uh, it's Dr. Manhattan, dude. Right and so, right so in, in, your, in your mind's eye, when you think back about this, can you like visually remember the fact that you like saw the head, looked down and there was no body and looked back at the head or like... Was it kind of like he could have been just, crouching yeah. and maybe he did have a body? I, it was, it was, so I remember looking around and just mm-hmm. seeing like there was a head to like right behind me mm-hmm. and it was just like the head. Wow. And, like, and like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a, like a severed head or no, anything. No, no, it was no, just like. That's all the ghost chose to show. Yeah. And well, Alex, Alex told me that, that there was a full man behind me and that by the time I turned around, all that was left was the head. Like the body had started to, to go. Maybe. Maybe this guy's just like stuck in a really terrible looper scenario, <laughs> and he just like keeps almost killing himself, and then yeah. just like doesn't do it, and then he comes back again. Yeah. Well, how was Alex? Was he like? 
Oh just yeah, yeah. Pointing behind Straight up. You? No, he was like, he mean, I remember we were talking and we were like, oh, we were probably talking about like girls or some shit. Like we were yeah. like, we we're like, dude. Like, he's I'd like, smash. hey man, you got an extra week to fuck, dude. He's like, he's like yeah, I'm, I'm laid off. I'm gonna get laid. He's like, last night, what you gonna do? And I'm like, probably nothing. And then I just remember out of nowhere, he's like, he's like uh, behind you, and it was just like, it's like, whoa, like. And I'm like, you know, same. You're talking about what's the what's this Native American scenario? I really don't know. I mean, we we're always like, maybe he's protecting something, because he he's never. There was never a story of him being violent or like going after someone. He's just standing there. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's a lot of Native American ghosts, though. That's a lot of Native American, general. not really, because with Native American ghosts, in, in like specifically, they're normally seen just like being somewhere and either like standing and staring or like sitting and staring. Like they never really like seem to be aggressive, but it almost yeah. seems to be like claiming their territory and never giving it up. Yeah, I've, well, only <laughs> maybe sorry. just hanging out. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Because I wonder, I wonder if there's also some significance of like of like the color blue. You know, I wonder if there's that anything. That is interesting. Because like why? Because the Wapsipinicon River, the story has it. And this is I looked this up earlier today on mm-hmm. the Buchanan County Historical Society page. That's wow, a good site to go to. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's two neighboring tribes, kind of like a Romeo and Juliet story. There's two variants of this story, but the oldest one is the one that I'm gonna the, to share here. Is that apparently there is um Wapsi and Pinnacan, so mm-hmm. a guy and girl. Uh, and the the genders switched depending on the I found like three different retellings of the story and they got like Wapsie's a boy Wapsie's a girl so I don't know how it is, but apparently there were a couple and they were like in two different tribes, and they were gonna get married and it was either gonna be a union or a tribe or a fighting between the tribes. Stories aren't sure, but they were they were before their marriage they were canoeing down the river as was like tradition I guess, mm-hmm. and apparently um, one of them's angry ex lovers saw them and like sunk the canoe, hmm. and then like like speared them and they died and then they're like well we'll name this river after you I guess. So. Maybe, uh, maybe that blue Indian is the uh, the male lover. Oh and yeah, he's blue because he uh, ran, blue out, ran, out, blue ran balls, out of yeah. oxygen. <laughs> oh yeah, because he was he was trying also, to drown him too. He's also super cold. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's that he's could like, be it. Yeah. He's just in there. He's like, throw me a jacket, bud. <laughs> yeah, seriously, that's all he's looking for is like a nice warm hug. <laughs> Do you have an extra hoodie? <laughs> I am very cold. You're like, how did you learn hoodie? <laughs> yeah. I am cool with it. <laughs> Hip with it. Hip hop. That was his name, man. Yeah. I Hip am with it. <laughs> I am chief hippie with it. <laughs> See, I, I would make fun of you for like using that voice, but like we were, I mean, not that night, but most nights we would dress up as Native Americans, so we were yeah. pretty. <laughs> yeah. Like I there's there's some photos of me doing some uh, some dances that might get me like canceled. You know, like they're nah. out there. Very good, man. The end of the day, you're showing your respect because you actually did go to the tribes and you did talk to the tribes and yeah. they allowed you to do this and they probably taught the initial people who asked them like yeah what dances to do, what headdresses to wear. So that's the thing about Boy Scouts is they're like, well, yeah, they appropriate a lot of shit. They also like do their due diligence sometimes of like, let's find out if there actually is like specific words to be used. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they were they were, the Boy Scouts are like a, an organization. I ended up working for their national camp, right? I got, I was like way up there when I was like eighteen. Like I was like super involved, and I just like left cleanly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they have a national camp. On the national camp, one thing I'm always like, I always like defend, and this is like this is like the nerdiest thing ever. People like will say something like, "Oh, Boy Scouts touching guys," and I was like, "Yeah," but when that came out, the Boy Scouts completely changed their policies as a camp counselor and like as an adult. You have to go through like five different trainings. Mm-hmm. The camps are literally like the bathrooms in camps. The way camps are set up are built around like a two deep leadership system. 
Like the Boy Scouts changed their system. Other yeah. organizations got found out. Like the Catholic Church got found out for all this shit, and they changed nothing. Well, the Pope is really pushing right now. He's he's doing a lot of good shit. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. He, uh, yeah, I heard that they're gonna start selling popcorn. <laughs> their their most recent, uh, like literally as of today, uh, he announced that he's going to allow women to become uh, service members, elders, yeah, deacies or whatever their their proper title is, like. Like the uh, like they'll be able to like train and become like ministers, priests, things like that. Damn, wow! And he's also pushing for uh, members of the cloth to be able to get married. Oh, really? Yeah, he's really he's really reforming a lot of it. He also, I mean, fucking took down like eighty five people who were laundering money through the Vatican, and he like just took down the uh, the head office of the Vatican that was like the second in charge to the Pope. This Pope's a badass. Like, he really up. is. He's straight up cleaning house. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Catholic, but I, like every night you hear something you're like, "Yo, you're the Pope did this," and I'm like, "Does the Pope always do cool shit, or is this just like <laughs> <No>. new?" <laughs> this is pretty new for him. The, the yeah. role is usually you're talk to God and though. don't look at what we're doing. What'd you like, say, man? We want more money launderers in the in the Pope. <laughs> usually, the Pope's like, "Yeah, get more money launderers. We want uh, less <laughs> marriage or whatever. Women, no, <laughs> no, keep little boys." My my roommate in college always told me a story that apparently one time the Pope gave birth. Like it was like a it was like a woman Pope, but like they hi- they like they hit it up or something. That's like a roommate either. in college. Thing. I don't I don't know if I would actually believe that just because of the way they elect popes. Yeah, because like I, I don't I don't know if there's ever a period of time where the group of cardinals would be like, yeah, let's put a woman in charge. <laughs> They're just like. Like any 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 uh like eighteen hundreds transsexuals want to want to run for office? Yeah, I was about to say it seems like they didn't know it was a woman, right? Like it was like it's yeah. like Davy Crockett. Yeah, like a, no one ever grabs the Pope's dick and balls. Make yeah, he's got a dick and balls. What do you mean? That's how they allow you to be the Pope. That's true. That's how no. That's how they that's pick the a Pope priest. handshake. That's how they pick a priest. Like, ah, good good dick and balls. <laughs> yeah, okay. you can you can swing this well. You swing and it quiet, though. That's what we need. Uh, we that's swing it only, quiet. That's why they only touch boys. Yeah, because boys are like, who am I gonna tell? Not a damn person. That's exactly. For sure, that's for sure, man. Exactly. Well, that's a very spooky story. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's I in, like that's the, intense. There's a lot of like, I mean, I work for like different camps, and so like, I work for the Boy Scouts National Camp. You have people come in from all over, and they would like exchange stories and like, I mean. Can I, can I share another one real quick? I would this love that. Fine. Sure. Yeah, cool. Do I have time? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not going to name these people, but it was two people that I worked with at this national camp, right? They're now, obviously listening. Yeah, I hope they are. <laughs> I won't share. Uh, I mean, I will share it, but I hope that they don't listen. And if they do, well, congrats. Yeah. Uh, this guy. His name's this guy. Fuck it. I'll say his name. Hell yeah. <laughs> take that. This guy. I'll We're on to you, man. Yeah. One so, of the many in the world. Oh, wait. Can don't, I share this story? Yeah. Do it. Wait. I'll wait one sec. Uh-oh. Oh fuck it, I'll say it. Okay, no, actually I can't. I, now that I said his name, I actually can't tell this story. Fuck well, off. We'll, we'll okay, edit, I'll tell this we'll story. We'll cut out the- this guy. You, Shut you up, totally. Yeah, stop saying his fucking <laughs> name. <laughs> you won't. Cut it's okay. Out. Okay. Well, fuck it. Okay. Um, yeah, he, he doesn't cut anything. Yeah, I, I do. I cut it. <laughs> That's whatever. So anyway, this guy. Um, this guy. Yeah. This guy. <laughs> well, I'm all in. I'm all in. Screw it. So so this guy. Let's go out this camp. Right. The camp was in southern West Virginia. Right. So like backwoods, it's like yeah, real so like George Washington National Forest. No, Appalachian, like Appalachia, oh, okay. Appalachia. If you're gonna yeah be yeah. true to where it was at, South, so southeast. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, that's where the Appalachian Mountains. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I was just I was just thinking because like the entire southeastern like 
portion of the state of West Virginia is the George Washington National Forest. Is it really? Yeah, it's massive. Okay. We were next to we were next to the New River Gorge. If that rings yeah, a okay. bell, okay. So probably I don't, we were probably nearby. I'd... Yeah, you, you're not in it, but you're next to it. Yeah, I, yeah. I know where that is. Yeah, we didn't wander off because it was like we were like afraid of like the locals. Well, duh. I'm sure you've seen Wrong Turn. Yeah, well, I mean, well, we like we just enough experiences. Like, like I could talk about the locals there for hours. Like, <laughs> there's some, like we once had a dude who was like, "Hey, can you help us get a, this wild cat out of my house?" Like, I, I bought a cat off the road and ended up being a wild cat, and I went on vacation. <laughs> now it's a wild cat, and we're like, "Shit, man." cool <laughs> like <laughs> you're like sorry about your upholstery yeah uh and he's like i oh, would just locked it in the library and i was like okay man <laughs> why do you have a library yeah I, it was do crazy you read books sir no they didn't um that's <laughs> <laughs> why i keep my dvds <laughs> like i have a library and i have a you know a vestibule and i have all these fancy shit but i only get cats from the wild <laughs> off the road yeah it was, he said it was off the road what like, a fuck! What the like, fuck? like some dude is dealing cats, like wild cats off the road. Oh like, yeah, it's West Virginia for you. <laughs> yeah, man. So anyway, so mama, <laughs> take me home, baby. Roadside cat, fucking. Sales, take man. me home, roadside cats. Dude, I could, I could do a podcast in West Virginia alone. How are we, how are we doing on time? We got on time. We're yeah, fine. Yeah, we're good. Okay, cool. I'll tell the story. So, uh, so the story begins with a. Uh, this guy, fuck it, this guy, this girl, and they're, they're in a car together, and this guy's driving them out, right? So this guy's up front, him and the girl in back. Mm-hmm. And uh, the campus next to it's called Thurman, West Virginia. And Thurman, West Virginia is like a famous small town because the population is literally four people, and there is no main street. There's just a train track, and that is the main street. Hmm. So like literally like the train goes like within like two feet next to the buildings. So if a train's coming down the main street, you have to get inside of a building or else you will get hit by a train. Hmm. Shit. So Thurman, West Virginia, now population four people. Um, it used to be like a big mining town, but the camp was next to it, and we'd go down there to drink. We'd go down there to drink in Thurmond, and there's like sandbars by the like the lake that we'd go to. And uh, but the the route there, the road there, would go through like seven different like dead like townlets, right? Mm-hmm. Those like, towns. Yeah, just go like absolutely like just and like some people would live there, some people would. And, like, we didn't know which houses were populated because you, you really couldn't tell the difference. This is the most terrifying thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. Oh, dude, there is there is a video on YouTube, and I found this once doing a report. Look up The Road to Thurmond. And it's yeah. just a, it's some and guy. And then it's the, they get chased by the truck, right? No, dude, it's just a video of just a guy with a camera, and it's just him driving to Thurmond. Nothing happens. But just, like, I just watched it one day, and I was like, holy, like, that is a terrifying route. Like, everything there, like, looks like it should be haunted, right? <laughs> yeah. Because there's, like, there's, like, old houses with, like like, you know, like, Outhouses still, mm-hmm. and people live in those houses. Yeah, but some there's like it's like, like homeless, it, homeless vagabonds, right? Just yeah, like dude. Travel. Oh my god. Just like the mines up and left, man. Wow. <laughs> so the road to Thurman personally terrifies me. Yeah, okay. it's terrifying me. And I'm just yeah, about it. I mean, it, like you cannot, you cannot fit two cars on there. So if you find another car during like when you're next to like <laughs> a cliff area, you have to like back up, or they have to like. It's so crazy. So anyway, so this guy and this girl, fucking this guy, ruined man. <laughs> He, he's recently engaged, so this is before his current girlfriend, luckily. Um, but him and this girl, they were, they're were they driving on this road, and this guy's driving, and they're like, oh, we're going to, you know, it had been a long summer, and this girl was, you know, pretty attractive. And, and they were like, they're like moving closer and closer and closer in the back of this car, and they're like, oh, we're about to make out, you know? And he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy had a girlfriend at this time, back home, you know? Yeah. And they were kind of on rough terms, and so he kind of like, he's like, oh, I'm gonna, maybe I'm going to, you know, cheat a little bit. I'm going to make out this girl in the back of this car. Nothing like a creepy road to just cheat on, uh, cheat on your girlfriend with. 
I don't know, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, it is. It's a perfect setup for what happens. Yeah. Is and then they see this lady. This lady in this white bathrobe walks out of her house. This guy's thinking three way. With yeah, dude, it is about to get. Well, the guy up front is looking for a lady. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, they're in the back. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like guy just make it out. Guy, this guy's truck. Guy up front's like, yeah, he's gonna, he has, gonna keep it down back there. <laughs> he's like, I. You guys gotta have to stop doing what you're doing. They're like, they're like why just, do you keep adjusting the mirror? <laughs> so, yeah. What are you doing with your right arm there, sir? Like one hand on the wheel, one hand elsewhere. Yeah, <laughs> just shifting gears real quick. It's a, it's a stick shift all of a sudden. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I thought it was automatic for sure. This is a Prius, right? No, <laughs> I pushed it into Tiptronic. <laughs> well, anyway, just man. Just keep doing what you're doing. So when they're driving, they get by one of these old houses. This old lady walks out of this house and she runs out of this house mm-hmm. with like a lantern in her hand, like an old oil lantern, which. Well, once again, West Virginia is one of the poorest parts of the U.S., and so like people would have old like wooden light. That was not uncommon to like mm-hmm. see. Yeah, if you have an outhouse, you have a lantern. Yeah, and so like these people would still have that. And I was like, okay, whatever. And she comes out, all white bathrobe, pale as a ghost, literally. And she walks out in the middle of the road, and she stops the car. And they're like, what's going on? And she just is standing on the road, just like for no reason, and staring at them. The driver, the driver's like, this is weird. I don't know what's going on. And he's like, hey, this guy, you gotta, you gotta like, like see this. And she looks up, and then this girl standing there, like, what? And eventually this lady kind of looks at them and like just stares them down and then just like leaves, walks back in her house. And we're like, like, what is going on? What is going on? And so the story has it that after that they start, they start, you know, they start going down. They're like, oh, whatever. They're going to keep going. And eventually go, you know what? We got to turn around. We got to, we got to go back. And as they go back, they look at the house and, you know, not a single light's on, nothing. They're like, well, that's weird. And um, they come back and they, they were, I first heard this story like a year after, right? So this happened like a year before. And then the next camp season, they're talking about this story, and they're like, yeah, we don't know what happened. And uh, we, we, we go to the locals. We go to the locals in the, the hot townlet, and we go, hey, um, the house. And we, we, we find this guy that's working there during the day, and we go, hey, uh, who lives there? And he goes, oh, that house has been abandoned since, since like, the 70s when the mines left. And we're like, oh, but, like, do people, like, ever go there? Do, like, do you know if any homeless people go there? It's like, no, dude, trust. It's like, like nobody, nobody's lived there since the 70s. So we start doing some research on this town, apparently. The last couple that worked there, the guy that lived there cheated on his wife and then died in the house. Mm. And then, so we're like, we're like, I mean, and we're doing this research a year after the matter, right? Yeah. And we start looking up and like one of the oldest ghost stories that's cross cultures and like, like almost universal is the lady in white ghost. The lady in white, yeah. The lady in white ghost, which is a wife who's vengeful at her guy for cheating. And <laughs> this guy, sorry for canceling you, man. This guy about to cheat that night. Yeah. And so and of this course, woman came out. and of course, a lady in white is the one that stops him. And it's like, whoa. I mean, I remember, I remember we were talking about this, and like, the second we 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 heard no one lives in that house, I remember it was just like, I mean, I'm like, I'm like scared just like saying this, man. I'm like mm-hmm. shaking. Like, I remember like when he's like, nobody lives there, no one's lived there. We were just like, oh shit. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it was like the moment where like it comes together, and you're like, no way. So, oh my god. Yeah, I remember that. I was like. I don't know, man. Like, I think it's just something about living in the woods. When you live in the woods for such a long period of time, I think something's like nature. I think there's just something about nature. You spend so much time out there, like, you just start seeing things. Like, you just start noticing things, mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know, man. Wow. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, well, so I guess the moral of the story is stay out of West Virginia and the Boy Scouts. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you're yeah. going to you're gonna see ghosts. Yeah, don't yeah, go dude. driving down those creepy roads. Oh, dude. Like, 
There's other roads. I mean, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And just, I mean, just to like, I was not there that night. I was not there that night. So that is not my story. That's someone else's story. Yeah. Maybe you were, uh, maybe you were the lady in white. <laughs> well, <shh. laughs> I, uh, I'm, you know, I'm very good. I have a drag persona and, uh, and I have this bitch in lantern. So <laughs> <laughs> really pulls the outfit together. <laughs> You're like, damn, nice bathrobe. Take it off. And I'm like, oh, no. You, you don't want to see. see what's under there. Oh, you want to see my shaggy tits, don't you? I won't mm. cheat on me like my whore of a husband. Oh my <laughs> god! Wow. Yeah, man. I remember. I remember. Like, I remember because, like, you know, it's one of the things they told us that story. And like, yeah, this old lady happened to us. Blah blah. And then I was around for the part where we like we put it together. Like, I was around for like the mystery part where it was like it was a story that they told a few people out that never really made a big deal. And then it wasn't until a year later when you're back at that camp we were like. Hey, let's let's look this up. Let's do some research. Let's figure this out. You know, like what, what like you know, if this is a thing. And so you're then, saying that basically in your crew of people, like the Scooby and Shaggy saw it, and then you Velmoed your way into finding something <laughs> to scare them more. A hundred percent. I was wow. like, yeah, man. It was just like it was like a weird. It was like a bizarre, like this fucking weird lady. And then like someone was like, someone someone told us like, oh, you ever heard about the Lady in White story? And we looked at Lady in White stories, and we're like, oh wow, this is like a thing. And then you know, we talked to that guy, and he's like, oh yeah, there was. People haven't lived there since the seventies, and we we're like, "Well, well, shit." I wonder what if they would have. I wonder if they would have just like kept going, you know? I wonder what. Yeah, if they just kept going, when like maybe gone like straight through her. She ended up in the back seat, and she's like, "Finally, threesome." <laughs> or like, no. Oh. I wonder. I wonder if you like if they saw her, if they're like you know they're about to make out and they see her and then they're like, kind of turn on, let's keep making out. Like, would would the would she have turned violent or would she's been like, ah, well, I tried. She would have banshied out. Yeah, yeah, she would have possessed um, the the girl. Yeah, when she was sucking his dick and just bit it off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, like, he just sits up, and the other guy's like, "Oh, where you guys? Where'd the girl go?" And he's like, "I don't know." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> turns I think into it's a, a fucking movie. It turns into like the Shining scene, where oh, it's right. like, "Oh, she's so sexy in that bathtub," and then oh, then she's a, she turns into an old, woman, <laughs> old de- decrepit woman. Yeah, with oh, liver spots everywhere. Yeah, you can't fuck that man. Extra you can. holes. <laughs> yes, this is my drag persona we're talking about. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I think that definitely means you can fuck it. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, there's decaying holes. I mean, that's that's just more leverage. Yeah, that's just called uh, a party. <laughs> yeah, that's options. That's variety. <laughs> well, wow. Hey, thanks so much Ted for Bundy your said. for your story. Yeah, man. Uh, an amazing story. I also both really enjoyed that the uh, that the blue. Indian was not in West Virginia because there are like inbred families in West Virginia who have blue skin. Is it really? There's one yeah. family. I know yeah. there's one family. Oh, the, hence the, the inbred nature of the story. Yeah, no, that's that's super like on par. Like that, like I mean, I'm from Iowa. And people always give Iowa like, oh, well, Iowa, a bunch of cousin fuckers, and I'm like, sure, okay. But I'm like, no, like, and, like that's like a stereotype in Iowa. And, like I, I was kind of grew up like like aware of that but then like i went to like west virginia i was like nah this is like dead ass the reality here you know and, and i think i've i think i've talked about this on the on the podcast before but one of, one of my favorite things is literally the fact that do you know why west virginia is a state uh oh yeah uh it seceded from virginia to be a northern state is that correct yeah they wanted to abolish slavery they're racist as hell now i know <laughs> i know <laughs> They were like the least racist state in the South, and then they're yeah. like, "Eh, let's give up on that." No, Just like the rest of the North. <laughs> exactly. If you, if you look up, if you look at the video "Road to Thurman," you'll see that some of the houses they have windows that aren't in place, and they have like taped up Confederate flags where the windows should be. Wow. Yeah. That, that makes a good fl- that makes a good window. Yeah, it does. It the really video is like fifty views on YouTube if you look it up. Oh, sure. So. <laughs> well, now I know which one to look for. Yeah. The unsuccessful video. 
Yeah, man. Well, we might make it successful. <laughs> There'll be 52 views after this one. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, boy. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for you. finding us. Uh, can anybody find you anywhere? And I have a website. I have mattbanwart.com. <laughs> I have social media. Uh, Matt underscore Banwart, B-A-N-W-A-R-T on Instagram, and then just at Matt Banwart on Twitter. But those right are my... Uh, yeah, yeah, very cool. Follow Matt there. Yeah. yeah. If you have any questions, send them my way. I'll answer them. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hey, with us today is uh, Skits, a very funny comedian. Uh, also does a lot of entertaining. They're a really awesome person. I love this person to death. And uh, we're, we're pretty good friends. And yeah. I'm glad that you're able to stop by. I appreciate you having me. Um, I know that you produce a show on Thursdays, uh, The Game of Mics at uh, yeah, that's correct. The Comedy Shrine Aurora. Would you like to plug anything else before we get started? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in addition to Game of Mics, which is every Thursday, uh, I have my own podcast, The Trash Fire of Talk, which drops every uh, Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, I've also got a few shows coming up. I will be doing uh, Feels Like the First Time, which is Friday, November 1st at 10 p.m. at the Comedy Shrine. That's a showcase for up-and-comers in the scene. That's um, awesome. Thursday, November 7th, I'll be at Riddles uh, with the Oh, Did That Offend You uh, podcast and uh, Comedy Hound Productions. That's uh, got a banger lineup uh, Friday, November 8th. I'll be out in Rockford for underground comedy. Um, My band Uncouth is playing uh, at Metal Monkey Brewing November 23rd. Wow, you're stacked. Um, oh, and uh, November 21st, I'll be at Flapjack Brewery in uh, Berwyn. Right on. So, yeah, a few things coming up. Yeah, so if you're ever in uh, in any of those places at the right time, check check them out, man. Much appreciated. Awesome. So let's get to the story. All right. Whenever you like. All right, cool. So going back maybe, oh, hell, 25, 30 years ago now. Wow. Uh, back in the, the small, well, maybe not that small, suburb of Elmhurst, Illinois, just outside Chicago. Uh, I lived um, in, you know, reasonable neighborhood. Uh, you know, picture the suburbs in the 80s, and it's exactly what it was. And there was an old woman who lived uh, behind my neighbor, shared a backyard space with my neighbors. And the woman died. And it took weeks for them to discover that she had because she didn't have a lot of family or friends or anything. She was just that weird recluse that every neighborhood has. Yeah. And she had cats that, when they ran out of food because she wasn't feeding them, started to eat her. As you do, yeah. Yeah. And uh, when they finally realized that she had passed and they opened up the house... To, to go discover her, uh, the cats ran out into the world. So these cannibalistic human-eating cats are just, lo- they have the taste of blood. Yes, they've, now, they've now eaten people, uh. and, <laughs> and, now they're loose. and they are loose in the neighborhood. And I lived maybe a five-minute walk from uh, the prairie path, you mm-hmm. know, that runs a, a good portion of the length of, uh, the the suburbs of, of Chicago and, um, you know, big biking path and uh, used as a nature preserve, you know, to preserve the, the prairies of Illinois. And so there's all this 
woodland area and and prairie for these cats to disappear into and just roam and they and they did and uh so all the kids you know when we wanted to go ride bikes or whatever you'd ride up and down the prairie path it was a straight shot to get you to different you know towns and whatnot and then set off the prairie path deeper in the wooded areas uh, you would have um, the 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 monkey trails, which were all the the BMX like oh, people okay. would build ramps out of dirt and stuff like that. So it was it was just these dirt trails tucked back, and the the cats would harass all of the all of the kids that lived in this area, and, and it became this legend. Uh, of of the werecats, mm-hmm. and the werecats would attack, and I've seen them, you know, bite the tires on bicycles, Jesus. or you know, like they're chasing the kids. Down. Oh yeah, chase them if wow. you if you left your bike sitting, they'd fuck with your bike. They were they were mean in a way that I've never seen animals be. Like this wasn't a uh, like like a protective thing. Yeah. This was just straight aggressive. Wow. Um and. You know they they burn uh, they burn the prairie path you know once a year typically oh, okay. uh, to to clear out the the dead growth and and give room so uh, you know when they would burn the prairie path all of a sudden all the werecats would vanish and where they were vanishing to was the abandoned Ovaltine factory oh my in Villa Park <laughs> and the, the abandoned chocolate milk factory oh dude that that place was. It was the number one spot for just vandalism and you know breaking out glass windows and shit because it was oh yeah there was there were you know tons of abandoned mattresses and candles <laughs> and like it was a teenage fuck spot it was a homeless spot it was you know drug use central and then the werecats would disappear into there <laughs> um, and so they were just these these legendary. You know, because all the kids in the neighborhood would tell stories about their werecat spottings or, you know, their their interactions. And, you know, you'd hear that that someone got their got their tire straight bitten through on a bicycle. And so they couldn't ride home. They had to they had to oh run with God. their bike. Yeah. Run for your life. Yeah. Or, you know, they're you, biting through. Oh, my God. Biting through rubber. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. That's easily like like ten, 10 layers of skin. Oh, and they, oh and they would they would fuck you up too like you would get scratches and shit and you know of course then everyone's worried about rabies and all well, yeah, that you're kind infected of stuff with the cause, crazed because yeah these you know so of course as this stuff happens you know legends grow and we were all you know children at the time so the stories would expand and you know we we talk about oh did you hear about this kid got scratched by the werecat and you know vanished and no one's heard from the kid ever since and <laughs> the goosebumps episode yeah and you know of course sometimes it's you know that you're elaborating you're making shit up you're like yeah there's no kid that vanished because they were eaten by werecats or they were bitten by a werecat yeah. and became one themselves but they were still these they, these cats that were just feral and vicious and you know, eventually they they renovated the Ovaltine factory and turned it into like luxury condos course, or, yeah. or some nonsense Just ruining like that. And, industry, even if it's abandoned. Yeah, and so you know, as 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 time went on and they started to build up the neighborhood, and now half the houses in the neighborhood are those ridiculous McMansions that yeah. they they you know, there's no lawns anymore because it's just all giant houses, and it 
you know, you never hear stories about these these werecats anymore. But for because anyone interesting left. Well, yeah, and and it's you know it's a it's not the same you know kids running around like we used to do in the eighties. Yeah. You know, we would just run and terrorize the neighborhood and vanish for hours at a time and get into trouble. And um, so yeah, these these bloodthirsty human-eating mm-hmm. cats ran for at least a few generations and would terrorize any Jesus. any child who dared uh, ride a, a, a bike yeah, like how do in you, the prairie path. That's like a perfect horror story. Like, how do you explain that to an adult? Um, like, I get a lot of weird looks now. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll have even people I find out grew up in, in – Close to the same area, and I'll mm-hmm. be like, "Oh, did you know about the werecats?" And they're like, "What the fuck do you mean the werecats?" <laughs> and it must have just been, you know, the the few blocks, you know, which as as a kid, that's your whole world. Yeah, um, the cult, the sagger. Yeah, but it was it was a thing for a good few summers where everyone would just come back together with stories to tell of. You know, oh, the cat chased me, and I had to dive into the the Salt Creek, which uh, the the Salt Creek in the the Elmhurst Villa Park area was the most disgusting waterway. There Putrid. was oh, bicycles and and car batteries and abandoned shopping carts and mattresses. And oh, everything you can candles. think of was floating in there, and you know so. You'd, you'd have a kid show up to school with just a rash over their entire body and be like, <laughs> what happened to you? And the werecats chased me. I had to go into the river because that was like the one place the werecats wouldn't chase you. Uh, you know? Like the Nazgul from Lord of the Rings. Yes, yes. So it was just, yeah, it was this thing. Um, and it left an indelible mark on my <laughs> childhood it's, I can only it's, imagine, it's yeah. my it you know it's my <laughs> every kid has that that thing that happened in their childhood where yeah. they're like oh there was you know either the old lady who lived in the in a house and if your ball went into her yard you were you know going to be cursed or whatever oh, you want your ball back oh. yeah and it and you know you grow up and you become an adult and it it's never what it looked like as a kid but yeah in my mind <laughs> There's never been, and I'm a cat person. I love cats, but there's mm-hmm. never been anything that was as frightening as you'd swear their eyes glowed red when you saw them at night. Like it wasn't the usual kind of yellow or mm-hmm. green. It was like red, you know. And they were huge. They were big cats. Yeah, um, they, they eat the flesh of humans. Well, yeah, very to. well fed. Yeah, you know, fighters. And um, there were some cats in the neighborhood that were the the polydactyl cats you know where they've oh, got like the extra the, the extra yeah the extra to, uh, yeah. toes and whatnot yeah. you know so you'd see these big cats that were like the size of small dogs and they'd have paws that looked like baseball catchers yeah. mitts because they were just huge yeah like you had like an seven extra toes yeah, yeah it's like gigantic yeah looking like they have opposable thumbs <laughs> Because that's just how their paws shaped out, and it's He's like, oh, they, yeah, they're mutating. They're going to take over the the neighborhood, you know. And and it's it was a uh, it was a thing. That's insane, man. That's yeah. nuts. <laughs> I can't imagine. Like it's, I imagine that the, the people that you talk to, they're like, "What is a werecat or whatever?" And they yeah. probably had names for it, but they just they're just not putting two and two together. Like for them, it was like the 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 beast the cat beast yeah from or, the woods or the you know the 
the the goblins that you know haunt the prairie path or and and I mean there's plenty of stories of just shit that happened in the prairie path growing up because again you know you'd find all these tucked away nooks and and crannies in there where people would hide out if they were trying to you know evade the law or something? evade the law do drugs oh, okay. you know or have sex because they were teenagers and that's you go have sex out in the woods because where are you gonna go mm-hmm. you know if you, if you don't you know have cars or whatever um and uh you know so there's there was always stuff happening in in the prairie path area and uh, the werecats are just one element of that that larger tapestry of if you were a kid, you weren't supposed to be there, yeah. which meant you absolutely had to be there. Of course. That's, that's insane. Yeah. So that that were the, that that's the, the few interactions I had um, never resulted in any actual damage to me. Oh, you I never I, got bit. I never got bit. I got away pretty pretty free. Um Can you imagine though? Like the kid that did get bit? Oh, I knew some who did. Oh, did they Oh, they'd die? Get, no, no. They'd they'd have to, you know, get shots and shit cuz it was, oh, you know. Oh, and and the parents would call animal control and animal control would be like, "Well, it's it's animals in the prairie path. What, you know, what are we going <laughs> to do? You know, they'll look for matching the description of a cat <laughs> just a big angry cat yeah, yeah. you know and of course we're all hysterical children so they're not believing a word we say exactly but we'd we'd have you know because uh, it was a lot of the families in the area would have indoor outdoor cats anyway um you know or you know your dogs hung out on the property but didn't always necessarily have a leash or whatever because it, it was pretty easy every you know every pet would just come back but you'd have a a family cat that would just never come back and you would never know what happened or i had one cat uh show back missing an eye um and you never know what they got into a fight with it could have been a raccoon it could have been another cat could have been a coyote yeah they just pick them off or it could have been a werecat, you know, have, like, because <laughs> of course that would be the assumption, you yeah, know, no. you'd be like, oh, it's he got gotten by a werecat. That's mm-hmm. what happened because that's what they do. And then everyone's just making up stories. Like, oh, yeah. And it, it builds and builds. Um, My uncle got attacked last week. <laughs> now he has diabetes. <laughs> werecats. Yeah. Yeah. They cause cancer. Oh, yeah. no. Radioactive werecats. Yeah, I saw I saw the werecats hanging out by the dumpster smoking, you know. <laughs> it's definitely them. That's why yeah. there's all these cigarette butts all over the place. Definitely not me. No, no, never. I'm a teenager. Never. I can't get cigarettes. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, you, you mentioned teenager, and that's that's one of the, the funny things is I, I went through a period where I totally forgot about the werecats. Um, and then I moved, and I had all my old, you know, journals and stuff. And I I found stories of like oh the werecats were a thing, yeah. Um, so like you said, it's like it. Yeah. Like you move out, you forget all about that crazy clown that could be like an alien, and like you read your journal, you're like, wait, there were alien clowns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and I only ever got chased. That's that's as far as it ever really got with me because I I was I was not good. On uh, uh, on any of the BMX kind of stuff, like I I could oh, yeah. I could get in the air 
uh, but I could never stick a landing, you know, so I'd crash into every bush and every everything. And um, one time I remembered, you know, I was I was just going for a ride, fucking hit a jump, crashed, bike rolled down the hill. So I go down the hill to get the, the bike and the bike is sitting in some bushes. And as I start to, you know, pull it out, you just hear. Oh, my God. And, you know, the moment you hear that, you're like, oh, everything freezes and you just kind of panic. You're like, all right, I can I can run. I can freeze. You know, that the whole like fight uh, or flight. Yeah, percent. fight or flight, you know. Um, and, you know, so I, I freeze for a moment. I don't hear the noise. Grab the bike, start dragging it again. And just and, you know, I assumed for some of them, they were probably, you know, they had kittens or whatever and they're protecting their their deal but um yeah i i saw a couple cats you know just the eyes light up in the bushes and i'm like oh fuck so i grab my bike and just take off and you hear them behind you never look back yeah it's terrifying and yeah that's that's the closest i ever got to, to one-on-one interaction myself. You but, got unlucky. Yeah. You got unlucky. So, yeah. The Werecats of Elmhurst and Villa Park. What the, um, what era was this? Like 80? Oh, this, yeah, this would have been oh, late 80s, maybe into the early 90s. It's so like 86 to 90? Yeah, something around that time. Oof. Anyone who was living in that area, man, if you're listening, uh, Hit us up on Facebook or something. Like yeah, that part of the story. Yeah, if you were if you were on the on the corner of Berkeley and Surf <laughs> ever in your life. Oh man, that's where all the werecats were. That's where they that's where they started. Was right around that area. Uh, Jesus, I'm glad you got out safe. Yeah, yeah. No, and like I said, I'm a cat person now, so I'd, I'm not carrying any residual resentments or okay. anything. But well, just don't die anytime soon. Just. Create a new breed of them. I was going to say, if I do, you'll know that the Werecats heard that this got back out, and they're like, oh, the legend continues. (laughs) So um, you said that you have another uh, experience? Yeah. um, This is slightly more recent, so the memories are a little fresher, you know. Um, But uh, when I I was uh, late teens, I, I had a an old wood paneled station wagon Uh, and I would pile that thing full of as many of my friends as we could. And you know, this is back when, uh, gas was a a buck, you know, just driving around was a good time. Yeah. You could spend 10 bucks and just have a whole night where just you and your friends were just out driving. Um, and that was, you know, at, at the time that was the ultimate freedom for all of us. And, and we, you know, just go get lost places cause what there was nothing else to do. Um, and we drove into, there's an area of Oak Brook, Illinois, that is older than the rest of it. You know, a lot of it is the, you know, especially after they, they built a mall out there, they started building, you know, big houses and uh, golf courses and, and shit like that. But tucked back off York Road, if you, if you go back in the, in the older areas of Oak Brook, there's all these weird little uh, graveyards that have, you know, no fences or nothing around them. They're just open. Wow. And 
so we, you know, eventually would get tired of driving and, you know, we stumbled upon these, these graveyards and we were like, well, fuck it. We're teenagers. Let's go fuck around in a graveyard. This is exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Teenager. Like that's the only, like if you did, if you're like 35, you're like, Hey, let's go fuck around. It's like, well, yeah, let's go on. chill out a little bit. But yeah, 16. we were, yeah, 15, 16, 17, you know, getting, getting high, getting drunk and going fucking around in, in, in uh, graveyards or, you know, even just smoking cigarettes you're not supposed to do when you're, yeah, that's pretty you know. cool. So um, we spent the better part of a summer just, you know, once a, once a week, you know, on, on a Friday night, we would just go crash this fucking graveyard and hang out and, um, it was a weird summer where I was audio recording just random shit. I, I had bought a tape recorder and I was just tape recording stuff. You know, yeah. I there was a fight outside of Walgreens I that got an audio crazy. recording of. It was just whatever was going on. And so I started bringing this to the uh, to the graveyard and we just walk around the graveyard and just hit record and just see what happens. Oh, wow. You had you. Um... You had some original EV- EVPs or anything? Is that what you're going to say? Uh, Electronic voice phenomenon? Yes. Yeah. Wow. We would we would have, you know, people talking on the tape that were not us. Wow. Um, Do you have these tapes? Or you get I, I, long gone? I wish. This was okay. probably, you know, 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. The tapes would have been bad by now. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. But, yeah, we'd, we'd go back and listen, you know, now and then, you know, start spooking each other out because they'd be like, wait, did you hear that? No, rewind that. What was that? And there'd be, you know, some bells tolling in the distance. We were like, I didn't hear any fucking bells. Or, you know, you'd hear whispering and be trying to make it out and and stuff like that. But that's not the wildest thing. Oh, shit. The wildest thing is, you know, we showed up and, you know, we'd, we'd split up and pair up and stuff like that and go wander and... and uh, me, uh, I don't know whose names I want to drop in this, or I'll, I'll say me, K, and uh, uh, we'll say J is, is is the other one. So the the two guys from Men in Black. Oh God, those were the characters <laughs> from Men in Black, weren't they? Um, Will Smith and Tommy yeah, Lee me, Jones. Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are fucking around <laughs> in this graveyard. Um, but no, so me, uh, my friend Kay, who I was kind of dating at the time, and then my buddy Jay, um, we go walk, uh, and all of a sudden Jay starts freaking out. And we turn and look at Jay, and Jay is bleeding from his forehead. <laughs> Jesus. No idea what happened. He's, he's suddenly complaining of being freezing cold, and his forehead is bleeding. And, you know, so we start yelling. Everyone gathers around. We cannot find, like, he didn't walk into a branch. There was nothing nearby. It was a were bird flew by. <laughs> Bit him in the face. Ah, uh, shit. They, they started mingling interspecies and shit. <laughs> it's airborne. Oh, no. Oh, it's like the Tremors movies. <laughs> yeah. We ran out of ideas. What do we do now? now I don't know. Put, put, them in the, put them in the sky. Cool. <laughs> Um, yeah, that was the, just, we never had an explanation. Oh my God. Like just like, he doesn't even know. No. Did he black out or something? Like, did he? No, just suddenly he just just suddenly felt his head and was bleeding. 
Um, Maybe popped a zip. Acne. I mean, we were teenagers. Yeah. That is, <laughs> it's possible. It just got to that point, and it it went. Was he a pizza um, face? No, not terribly. Mm. I mean, no more than the average teenager. Yeah, you know. I mean, like extreme. But like, it wasn't it like be bloody. You have to yeah, it, it 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 wasn't a proactive commercial. It was <laughs> just average teenager. Oh, damn, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, because I've I've heard of like. Like demons or spirits or stuff like that doing like scratches or causing blood, yeah. causing black vial or like a feeling of cold. So that's that's fucking spooky, dude. Yeah, and that's we 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 stopped fucking around in the graveyard once. <laughs> <laughs> once someone started bleeding, we were like, all right, we need we need new hangouts. <laughs> this is not this is not the way. Just puts his arms straight out. <laughs> uh, Stigmata is still one of my favorite underrated 90s horror oh, I love movies. It. It's and a great uh, flick. Candyman is a good one, too. Oh, well, yeah. It's also kind of demonic. I'm looking forward to the remake of that that they're, they're oh. working on. I think uh, Jordan Peele is oh, working on that one. I didn't like his Twilight Zone. <laughs> I didn't see it. Yeah, I wasn't a fan, but... Yeah. Maybe it'll be good. You never know. Yeah, I mean his movies have been pretty solid. So. Yeah, pretty good. Um, but yeah, that was that was the the old Oak Brook graveyards. Oh, um, spooky, dude. Yeah, they were. There was also a a road. I can't remember the name of the road, but you were supposed to drive it, and it it had a lot of you know hills and valleys in it, uh, and there was a specific hill. Where when you were coming up, you were supposed to cut your lights. Oh, which is the most dangerous, reckless, fucking shit to do. Never do that shit. And then put your um, car in the neutral and just. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were supposed to crest the hill, and with your lights out, there was a spectral car that was supposed to, yeah, come through the other way. I never saw it. I oh, never yeah. saw it. That's terrifying. Um, <laughs> but that was the. That was the the myth, was there mm-hmm. was one specific road. It ended in a dead end. It was just a long, straight shot with a lot of hills in it, and it went to nothing. It was just this random road. Of course. Um, it's just for teenagers to die on. Well, yeah. Every town needs it. You, you, so, get your, you get your dead man's curve or whatever. That road. Don't go down that <laughs> road now. That's a dead teenager road down that way. <laughs> You've got your one gas station attendant who just stands outside the gas station to yeah. tell you not to go that way. Don't go down that road. Then you find out he's the one doing yeah, everything. Yeah, he's definitely the one doing everything. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so that was my my interaction with the with the, the paranormal. paranormal. Yeah. You a believer? Or like you, you I, think there's something logical there? So my theory on all of existence... Okay. Is everything is just energy. Anything we can observe is energy that's been slowed down to an observable point, right? Yeah. So, you know, anything alive is energy. Anything dead is energy. And, like, it's just different states. Yeah, like different frequencies or whatever. Yeah. And so sometimes you'll find some shit that just resonates just outside the observable spectrum but yeah. like just outside it right and so every now and then if the circumstances are right you'll pick up on it you know because i know there's shit that you know like my cat can see that i can't see because we have different mm-hmm. eyes i know there's shit that 
dogs can smell that I can't smell because we have different shit. So, you know, I'm of the opinion that nothing is ever, there is nothing in the universe that is finite. Every, or there's, there's nothing that ends. Mm -hmm. Everything is infinite. And so any energy that's ever been still is in some form. And so when we interact with something that we can't explain, it's because we just haven't been able to get enough observable data on it yet. Yeah, I, I, I subscribe to that pretty much. Yeah. Like um, how people can hear certain frequencies. Like yeah. when you're younger, you can hear like 8,000 hertz or whatever. And when you're our age, you can't hear it anymore. And it's just like, Maybe that's what how vision works too. Like, oh, absolutely. And just like one day I won't be able to see these towels. Well, even just color. Like yeah. the the very concept of color, we none of us see the exact same colors. Mm-hmm. But we're just all close enough that we've universally accepted like okay, this is red, this is blue, this is whatever. Yeah. But all that is is just the reflection of light and how we observe that reflection. Mm-hmm. Um you know, so everything is just we're agreeing to understand it as this thing. Um, Absolutely. So do you have another experience? Or is- uh, I mean, those are probably the two the two big ones. Right um, on. Well, thanks for coming in, man. Yeah, yeah, thanks, of, uh, so course, of course, of course. Stopping in here and get, sharing your, your experience with Wild Wasteland. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. And uh, thank you to our our, our, our listeners. Um, thank you. For listen, our- Mexico, you got to up your game. You're getting uh, beaten out by uh, some Norwegians now. So, to all of you in Norway, I hope you had a nice hehichlen. What the fuck is that? It yeah, means, what are you talking about? It means giggle in Dutch. Oh, yeah. That Dutch Dutch is that's not Norway. Ger- that's like bro. German. Ah, a lot of people in Norway and Finland and and oh, dude, and, and, and shut Denmark, up! They all know Dutch because it's a very easy language. Kind of like how people know fucking English all over the place. Well, it's because we beat them into knowing it. <laughs> we, the British. Well, I didn't do anything. Yeah, I was gonna say. I just. The reason we all speak English is because the British were like, "Fuck all of you." <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go back to you. No, no, that's not. Sign off. Hey. Come back next week. We're uh, doing some, I don't know, crazy shit? I don't know. Wow, what a cliffhanger there you fucking left them with. (laughs) Tune in next week for something that we don't know yet. We always leave them uh, wanting more Uh, and looking for new podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 They're like, how long is this one? Three hours long? If you've made it to the end of this particular podcast, wow. Honestly, send us a message and I will send you like 20 bucks Facebook cash. Code word is Black Bunny. Boom. (laughs) He said it. We'll do it. Done. All right. Stay vigilant and stay wild, and thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Go fuck yourself. Let's let's do every other podcast you do. So Chicago's a great place. Koala bears. You got koala bears on the wall. You ever had a koala bear? You ever eaten one? They're great. You put them on pizza. You ever had a cannoli that you could die for? Like a cannoli that changed your life? Can you like talk a, in like your a normal voice? Can you talk in your normal voice? Normal voice. This is my normal voice. One, two, somewhat normal voice. I can do a thousand pres- impressions. The only impression I can't do is my own voice. You, you stop playing with my, shit? My voice is my passport. Verify.
All right, this is Eric Coleman recounting a paranormal experience that he had. Uh, Somewhat paranormal. So when when this happened, where did it happen? Uh, so two two parts to this. So when I was a kid, I watched Fire in the Sky, a movie with Christopher Walken. You ever seen it? It's about yeah, aliens, abductions, aliens. like how they abduct them, throw them in a field a couple days later, like cow pasture. So I was watching that, and I got terrified, and I remember laying down, and there's a window right up on my head, and I felt that there was, like, I saw a light or something in my peripheral. I was scared to open my eyes, and I was scared, terrified to turn my head to look out the window because I was convinced that there was an alien staring in at me. <clears throat> that's one thing. That's just paranoia. But the weirdest thing is then years later, flash forward like, uh, you know, years and years later, I'm like 20, 21, somewhere in that range. And I'm sleeping. I'm living over at my mom's and I'm sleeping on the couch that day, like taking a nap in the middle of the day. I wake up to pounding techno music and there are lights that are flashing under the doors. And I had not had any drugs of any nature, you know, for a while, like just whatever. I was not on drugs. How old were you? And there were, I was like 20, let's say. And there were like lights flashing underneath the door and there was this loud techno music and there was pounding happening, coming from the door. Where were you And I was was scared at first, but then I sucked it up and I thought I was hallucinating. Yeah. And I sucked it up and I went to the door and I opened it and the techno music stopped and there were no lights and there was nobody there. So that's it. But I thought that was aliens too. It's a shit story. Where were you at the time? Where? Uh, this all happened in Redondo Beach. This is Florida? Redondo For Beach, California. California, okay. And you were just like living in an apartment building or like a condo or someone's house? Uh-huh, yeah. Over at my mom's place, it was an apartment, <clears throat> and they were very narrow. And like I said, I was taken. I'd just woken up from a nap. What woke me up from a nap was the pounding techno music. Yeah, in and the apartment lights. or in the hallway or next next door or something? Uh, it was coming from outside, so it would have been coming from you know just outside the door in this little like courtyard that they oh, had. Oh, okay. It's and a shit story. I told you. Well, thanks for coming yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. No, you're welcome. This interview's over. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was Eric Coleman and his garbage ass <laughs> paranormal. It's atrocious. Like we you're have never going to get this time back, radio we, audience. We have actual like people coming in. Oh yeah, no, it's legit. To, like, but I could like I could tell you a big. So one time, no, this is a real story. Okay, this is, don't stop. The, don't 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 hit that dial. This is a real story. So one time, I'm in a hotel room, and it was the Congress, and they said it was haunted, and I go to lay down, and I hear this. And I went and I was like, what was that? Yeah. No, I did. I heard that right, and I went to the restroom, yeah. and I opened the door. And I heard, I was like, what the, where is that coming from? And I searched everywhere, I couldn't find it. Finally, I looked in the toilet, and there were three ants on a turd, and they were all singing, if the log stops rolling, we'll all fall off. So. Just weird that I would see ants on a that's turd. That's not true. Singing, no, it's This no, is not a true, true story. This, this is a mockery of what I'm trying to do here. This is a. If you listen to the, do you, how often do you listen to the podcast? Every, all the time. Like, do you ever listen? Do you listen past we say goodbye and like oh, there's yeah, like yeah, an yeah. extra bit? You're not actually going to air this, are you? This is going to go in the end. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, 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 that works. Like after the credits. All right, I really do have to go. I have to see a man about a horse. <laughs> a ghost horse who may or may not be an alien. All right. Well, thanks Did for- Did I tell you about illegal aliens? Thanks for We're coming building in. building a wall. Uh, thanks for coming in. Colorado. In Colorado. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Does Trump have any paranormal Any stories? paranormal experiences? Sure. This is all getting cut. This is Hillary. Let me tell you about Hillary Clinton. She's a warlock and a witch and a ghost and an alien 
and a despicable human being. That's it. That's all I can. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>